as Mighty Mouse just said in the chat, sweet baby Jesus. Here we are. We're back. We are back to live. This is so good. Yeah. I love this that we're live. We're in the Mr. Smalls Theater in Pittsburgh, coming to you live from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's nice and warm. <laughs> We've been living on Zoom for months now. Yeah, this is much more preferable in my, my experience anyway. I love this interaction face-to-face. It's easier to speak with everybody. I'm sure everyone loves it more. Um, for everyone on YouTube watching, get the yeah. angle changes. Welcome. Too, so hope you're all enjoying this. Yeah, and I'm super excited to do this episode. We are very lucky. We're doing a three-part series with the godfather of our sport, Chris Edwards. This is something that all of our guests have been wanting for a long time. Yeah, I've been wanting it. Five years, even though we've only been around for two years. Yeah. We've been wanting it for a long time. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. This three-part series we're doing, we're, it's actually, we're coming up into chronological order, so it's we're doing 85 to 94. 85. Is, <laughs> 85 to 94 is going to be this part one. Um, part two is going to be 95, 96, 97, and part three is going to be uh, 98 onward and everything that Chris is doing. As always, all of our super chats go half to our guests, and in this particular case, it's going to be going to the Chris Edwards Foundation, which helps kids from broken homes learn how to build homes, um, kids who skate, so we'll get more into that later. But for now, are you guys ready for my spiel? I think we're ready for the spiel. Should we do it? Okay. If you don't already, please follow us on all of our social media platforms. Go to our YouTube, hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell so when we have an episode, you get a ding on your phone. Go to our Instagram, follow us. Go to our Facebook, give us a like. Go to our iTunes, give us a five-star rating, please, and a comment. With our YouTube, the interactions really help if you share the video, if you comment on the video. And we also have a Patreon if you're interested. you can be a Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. We are doing the Patreon too with some more content. So we have exclusive content on the Patreon. Um, so yeah, uh, everything that you do helps us. Like right now, we're in Pittsburgh, and we couldn't be here without the help of our Patreons. Yeah, and we're happy to put that Patreon money to good use. Finally. Yeah. So thank you very much, and here we are. And um, do you want to shout out some of our yeah, Patreon we supporters? Have Patreon supporters this week. Um, I didn't practice any of these, so let's see how we do. Shout out to Robert Waters, Anthony Zanonos. Jason Newing, Joshua Hillel, Salvatore Zazzo, Silly Sal Zazzo, Sal, <laughs> Scott Bar- Barnhart, Justin Mariano, Future Blade Company, I couldn't find a real name, just Future Blade Company, Jill Chacon, and Jamie Olstead. Oh, nice. Yeah, Jamie. Shout out Jamie. Thank Blessed you so much. Jamie yesterday. Yeah, so thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much. Because of you, we're here today in Pittsburgh with the G.O.D. himself. Yes. Very excited. Also, we wanted to give you an update on our Donate and Skate. Um, everyone who's been following us and uh, through this Donate and Skate knows we had a huge turnout. We got a ton of skates somewhere just uh, south of 100, I think, maybe yeah, around 90. Like that, yeah. And uh, now we're just in the process of getting everything in order. We did a fundraiser where we got, we netted around $4,000. Um, yeah, that's after, huge. After PayPal and YouTube hits us, it'll, it'll be a little bit less, but a lot of that money is yeah. going to be able to go to shipping. And um, we're super busy right now. We're here in Pittsburgh, but when we're done with all that, uh, please follow us and stay tuned. We're going to be se- telling everyone where we send our stuff, and we're in the process of kind of just mitigating that right now. So that's the update on that. I just want to say thanks to everyone who participated again. It's going to be really exciting to see uh, a lot of that stuff get out there in the world and see it get put to use. So um, thanks again. We also have some sponsors for this episode. We do. 
Our first sponsor this week is uh, Zella Health, which is a fellow Blair-owned health brand who is trying to focus on supplements to help us keep us moving forward and feeling great, especially with us you know, skaters. If anyone has any inflammations in their joints or anything like that, they have a, a great turmeric and ginger capsule. Um, inflammation is one of the leading causes in overall health deterioration. The active curcumin, I got it right this time, the active curcumin in Zella Health turmeric capsules is an anti-inflammatory powerhouse. So I know a lot of skaters have issues with like inflammation or uh, inflammation in their knees and, and yeah. ankles and other joints and stuff like that. So this is perfect for you guys out there. I use this stuff. I, I have the turmeric and ginger. Oh, yeah. That's exactly yeah, what... Yeah, really exactly. The, knees. the, the turmeric's really good for inflammation. Oh, it's perfect. Everyone always complains about their knees. Yeah. Everyone always got knee problems. You've got to start paying attention to these things. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's good for your knees, any other type of um, chronic inflammations. Um, this is why Zella Health created the turmeric and ginger with apple cider vinegar as your one-stop solution to relieving joint pains. Um, Zella Health also has apple cider vinegar gummies, elderberry, vitamin C, and zinc capsules. So definitely check them out. They're offering for a Jump Street podcast viewers 20% off your entire order with code Jump Street, as well as deals on gift bundles for the holidays. So definitely check them out. There's a link in the description. And don't forget 20% off with code Jump Street. 20% off. That's good. That's really good. Um, so shout out Zella Health. And shout out to our other sponsor, Intuition Skate Shop, Matt Mickey. Intuition Skate Shop is the world's local skate shop since 2000. Two decades of blade, brick and mortar without borders. These exclusive shirts were hand-drawn by iconic blade artist Jeremy Baytol. We're talking about the four new shirts mm. that uh, Intuition has. They mm -hmm. are the As Fate Would Have It shirt, the Can't Skate. It's the skeleton doing the soul grind. <laughs> that one's awesome. <laughs> and the Derek Henderson shirt. And we're wearing some you know, Intuition gear right now as well, some of the older shirts that are really, really good. Um, these exclu exclusive shirts were hand-drawn by iconic blade artist Jeremy Beto, as I said, and are available in sizes extra small to triple XL. And I'm wearing Mick, Matt Mickey's signature captain's hat, <laughs> and he says, every day is a cruise in your captain's hat. <laughs> so shout out to Matt Mickey and shout out Intuition Skate Shop. Check them out. It's intuitionskateshop.com or on Instagram at intuitionskateshop. Um, Check out the new shirts. They're really good. I've always loved their stuff and what Matt Mickey does. Hell yeah, the style of these shirts. I'm rocking one right now. Yeah. So are you? Two decades. Two decades. Two decades with Blade, brick and mortar we, without borders. Exactly. we got to keep supporting these people that are in the industry for this long. They're dedicated. We're dedicated. Yep. Everyone's got to support each other. Thank you for your support. And uh, yeah, I think that's, that's everyone. Now we have a very, is that everything? Uh, we have a lot of stuff to do, but yeah, I think that's everything for now. Wow. <laughs> so without further ado, we're going to welcome on our very special guest, none other than the godfather, the creator, mm -hmm. Chris Edwards. Woo! In post, I got to put like a big crowd applauding us. Thank you. You guys are great out there. <laughs> How are you guys? Good. How you doing, Chris? Uh, Unbelievable. Yeah. Feeling Talk a little good. closer feeling to the good, mic. Feeling good. Feeling alive, man. Just Talk a little closer to the mic. All right. No problem, man. Yeah. Uh, feeling good. Feeling, you know, just feeling alive. Just, I'm, I'm really excited to be able to say hello to everybody. And, you know, hello, hello, rollerblading. Yeah, it's been a long time, and you've been obviously. We all grew up watching you skate, and man, from like the earliest videos, Dare to Air, um, even in some of like the silver screen movies, like you know, I'd see you in like Airborne and all these other things. Um, a lot of people um, who are new to skating, we'd be reintroducing you to them. 
Yeah. Um, but I'd like to start off a lot of the time at the beginning of the story, how people got started, and you started so early before like anybody, you know, before you know we started it was already on TV and stuff. But when you started, this is like you know 1985, right? Yeah, right. Like the it was the uh, like really the fall about to you know about to roll into into 86, and um, I worked at a. At a I was fortunate enough to be able to work like at a bike shop with uh, my next door neighbor at North County Bicycles in Escondido, and um, he kind of like took me under his wing. He kind of recognized uh, that uh, my family life was a little rough, but um, you know, so it was. He gave me the opportunity at 12 to like uh, go in the shop and clean up bikes and things like that, and he, he would pay me like. Uh, like shop dollars, right? So yeah, cause like was, pay, pay in points. Yeah, right. Because yeah. you know I'm 12, I can't legally work. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, yeah. but uh, I would go and clean bikes and stuff. And at first, you know, I'd buy uh, buy parts for my bikes, and and then he. So bought, you were riding bikes back then. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, for sure. That's all kids do, yeah, right? Looking, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. love bikes. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but then he brought in a pair of uh, rollerblade Zetras, and man, I, I saw them, and uh, I was just like, man, I got to get me a pair of those. It was like a dude with ski poles, right, like on the thing. On the cover. Yeah, and uh, um, I had uh, my family had spent um, like I was, I was born I was born in Escondido in California, and then uh, and then my dad was uh, like a a pastor evangelist, right? So we like traveled around a little bit, but then he ended up taking a church in New Mexico, mm-hmm. um, where uh, there was a ski hill, like right there in Los Alamos, New Mexico, like. So we'd ski like every day. And my dad really at the beginning had me skiing since I was a kid. We'd take trips up to Big Bear and, you know, ski a few times every year. And then, then we end up moving into Los Alamos. Um, I was probably there from when I was like eight to eight to twelve. So like we had just moved back into Escondido when all this like starts to begin, right? So mm-hmm. like I'm like, oh man, I'm really gonna miss skiing because now I'm back in, you know, Escondido where it's all mm-hmm. yeah, there's no snow. Yeah. <laughs> right. But then, so then when I see this, like, when I see the, the like, cover of this dude, like, I was like, oh. Street, I street skiing. I, I, I can street ski. Yeah. yeah, right. Like, I can. So he had I, poles with rollerblades on. Yeah, yeah. Like, the they cover. used to, because, okay, because, you know, like, roll, okay, rollerblade, uh, you know, the Olsen brothers, dude, like, mm. they're like, like, the. Uh, they're like us, right? Like, like the, the skater, the like, I mean, the out of, out of, uh, they're, they're like us, like the, like the, like that inner skater that like, I, nothing's going to stop me from riding. Mm-hmm. They, they loved hockey so much that they didn't want to stop. Mm-hmm. So they are like, okay, the ice is melted, but I don't want to stop. Yeah. Like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep shredding some more, man. Yeah. Like give me the more. Yeah. So, so they invented the rollerblade. Mm-hmm. Like, this mm-hmm. is, I mean, they're, they're like, if, if there's kudos to anybody, man, none of us would be anywhere without those two brothers and their passion that like, nothing will stop us from riding, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so taking off of that, then, uh, they started to expand a bit. So like in, in, uh, I'm not exactly sure. Like, so did he like, like he, you got the skates from like working for shop points. Yeah. You were able to buy it from like the shop points. Yep. Yeah. Cause it, what had just happened then, um, uh, the, the Olsen brothers, you know, they're out of Minneapolis. So, um, they're now ready to start kind of pushing their product around and then uh, start to advertise that, like, oh, you know, not only is this awesome for a hockey, but holy crap, like, it's, like, yeah. kind of cool for fitness. And, mm-hmm. uh, oh, you can, 
you can uh, train trained for skiing. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So then they started to expand their, their advertisement. And so one of them was kind of like a, a skate to ski thing. So the, there's the dude with the poles, right? And yeah. then I was like, whew. Like cool, man. Now yeah. I can, I can, like, I can still ski, <laughs> like, right? Yeah. So like the, that same kind of passion of like, let's not, nothing's gonna stop me. So when the snow's gone, now there's like, now yeah. there's some rollerblades. So, um, man, I, I just, I, I hustled, man. I, I wiped down some bikes. I wiped down some toilets. <laughs> yeah. and, like you know, scrub some floors. Yeah, and like little Martin, Martin, I want them skates, dude. <laughs> like you work for them. Give them to me, man. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and I, yeah. I got them. And I mean, the moment I put them on, I was just like, okay. Mm-hmm this is cool like this is this is something like just started cruising around town finding so you were a natural because of the skiing because of the skiing yeah, yeah right you took to it right away yeah right away and i already done ice skating and everything you know like in new mexico mm-hmm. like up in los alamos there was also an ice rink so we go ice skating we yeah go skiing so mm-hmm. like the winter sports was like like ingrained in me a bit yeah. you know so the uh um yeah i mean so it's it's ingrained so the, i'm I, I take to them like quite well yeah so so then around that time uh you were skating around and uh, i think you're saying that uh, what was the shop owner's name your neighbor uh martin martin so you're saying that martin was seeing you skate and rip around and he reached out to rollerblade um chris mitchell pat parnell for like the rollerblade it would have been right? uh chris morris chris morris i'm sorry okay chris and mitchell, chris I'm mitchell sorry. ends up getting no, involved I'm sorry. as well but, yeah, yeah. <coughs> excuse me mm-hmm. right. so chris but, morris uh, and pat parnell yeah, so so he reaches out like in in '87, uh, mm-hmm. all right, and uh, he's like, this kid like really took to these skates, and you come check him out, you know. Mm-hmm. So one day I show up to the skate the, or to the bike shop, and I'm like, you know, hey, what do I gotta do today? You know, Martin's like, I got one thing for you today. You're gonna go with these guys right here, and you're gonna go kick some ass. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh okay. So it's like '86, '87. No, this is '87. '87. Okay. Yeah, this cool. is '87. So I'd already been on. Still the, pretty early. The year I was yeah, born. Yeah, yeah. I'd already <laughs> still pretty early. It is early. It is. It is early. And and and. Uh, you know, so this is like uh, 87. So I've been on the skates for a good year or so. So I had, you know, I mm-hmm. picked up a, a little bit of skills, right? right. Uh, enough to where Martin was like, dang, dude, you're really taking to these things. You know, yeah. there was like, a, there was like a, uh, a little bit of a drop off, like coming from the gas station down into the parking lot of the, um, uh, of, the, uh, uh, of the bike shop. Mm-hmm. I used to just come flying in, whoo, launching in, you know, let's go to work. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you know, so, so he was just like, man, you're, you're wild. You're wild, Chris. So, and it was so early too, because like no one was doing it. There was nobody, man. Yeah. I, I like, it was, it was really crazy. Like, I mean, I was the only kid. Yeah. At in sco- the beginning you were skating by yourself. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, uh, I was the only kid at school that had a pair, you know, and like, uh, I would roll around Escondido and people would be like, you know, what, mm. what are you wearing? What are those? Like, what are those? Yeah. You know? And be like, oh, these are these cool new things, rollerblades, man. They're awesome, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so then uh, back to Chris Morrison uh, right. and and Pat, Pat Parnell mm-hmm. coming down. So they, uh, I take them over to Escondido High, and uh, it's like it was like kind of stomping ground. I had all kinds of fun little things to do, like little dippy dudes up and mm-hmm. over little rail, you know, like couple yeah. stairs to mm-hmm. jump, and you know things that I would just like fly around that school and do. And I had like a a couple of really nice big gaps that I that I was like falling in love with. So. Um, Morris, I think that uh, Parnell was like, I think P- Parnell was hung over now that I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> I know what was happening, yeah. Pat. Pat, I know that you were hung over. <laughs> so Pat stayed in the van, yeah. okay, and Morris took me for the ride, right? And, or I took Morris for the ride, like whatever. He chased me around and then I, I followed him. And, uh, and then uh, uh, he, he was like, he was, he was blown away, you know? And then the, like the thing I took from, uh, 
Chris Morris, which I think I shared in a story on, on, on the Instagram, though, was that he went down the stairs, he rode down the stairs uh, at Escadillo High, and I, like, I, I had, I did a couple of things where I left him behind, right, and, like, he stopped and was like, whoa, you know, like, I'm not going to jump that, but then, like, we come flying over the stairs, and he just, like, goes, all, like, rides all the way down him, and I just was standing there, like, wow, like, I got to do that, and I, I mimicked it, and I, man, I, I, I ate shit, like, I mean, just, you know, mm, yeah. tumbled down the stairs at first. So, like, when they left, man, I was, like, really determined to do stairs. And then uh, that, uh, my stair ride in Dare to Air, that, like, massive, it was like I was almost coming down a mountain of yeah, stairs. Yeah. That was just, like, my, like, inner, like, I'm going to conquer uh-huh. riding down some stairs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was one of my first big drives of, like, having a, a real, like, like, failure moment and then having to overcome it. I think that was one of those first moments where people probably saw rollerblading as like something cool and not like you know whatever the image was before like spandex whatever but like to bash downstairs like that no one's ever seen that in any kind of like aspect you know no they hadn't at the time you know Mm -hmm. and that and that like that that's what made dare to air so uh uh eye-opening it was like dare to air was the first like uh collaboration with uh with with video groove and uh sean tomlin and 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 morgan stone and their dedication to to present something that was didn't have like uh any other element other than like getting with it like mm-hmm. yeah freestyle core like mm-hmm. hammers and banging you know so, so do you think that was like the first like video of that style because i know vertical axis came before that right v- okay, yes well, it was, it was like weird. It was weird. Like kind of, they kind of like released at the same time, but like vertical access still had like a little bit of like, like typical rollerblade promotional fluff. So there's still okay. like, like, oh, let's skate down the sidewalk right. and like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dancing, on, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, like where, where, uh, dare to air was just like, I'm Freddie FJ Frinkelmeyer. Yeah. And guess what? You are not going to see me in this video. Yeah. Like then the and that's where the kind of the joke of that character came from was just to kind of be like this one's not going to have that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so then outside of the joke of Freddie Frinkelmeyer, there was none of that. Right? So so, so you would say like Dare to Air was probably like the birth of like the core of street skating. F- for sure, core and vert yeah. and park. I mean, yeah. there's there's, of there's skating, anything of, of, yeah. of aggressive freestyle, what freestyle we do, aggressive like, yeah, yeah. 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 For sure. Uh well, with the culmination, there was a culmination like um, there was a, <coughs> there was a, um, like a, 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 an emergence, like, I guess, you know, or a, like a, a big bang, like just at this moment where like it all came together, you know, mm-hmm. like where a lot of hard work leading up to it came and was like, 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 oh my God, like they're like, we, we have something here because prior it was us doing, uh, rollerblade demos and shows right and there was like this like the the trs team rollerblade and then the team rollerblade series that was like this like conglomeration of like uh people dancing doing like awesome dance skate tricks yeah. you know and like you know spandex style yeah, yeah. but but it, but it, it was spandex style but you know you got to respect what they were doing i mean they were like swinging each other around yeah. like they're you know ripping. like they're dude, ripping you know yeah. lifting chicks in the air doing yeah, yeah. ice skate shit yeah, yeah. like you know like but like you got to respect that it just yeah. wasn't like you know what we wanted to do but right. but <laughs> they they like they were down on the ground 
and then there would be a half pipe behind it and so we'd go set up in malls and different things and like in comes the circus and let's like hook you mm -hmm. and you're gonna buy skates right like it was all promotional because we were mm -hmm. at the we were at that moment when like the world didn't know about rollerblading yet like mm -hmm. they were this, this was a this was a, a targeted uh introduction to the just skating in mm -hmm. general Right, not like let's focus only on this segment. Like we weren't a segment yet. We were we were just like a show, mm -hmm. you right. know. So we were just like there was no culture behind it yet. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. It was more just an introduction to the actual skating. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so then the the culture started to to develop, and and then uh, rollerblade instantly, uh, you know, attached themselves to the hockey culture. Instantly attached themselves to the racing culture, mm -hmm. and uh, you know. And then the recreational market, oh man, all like all super duper f fluffy push. And then they just kind of used us as like this, like, you know, like the, the, the flame and mm -hmm. the like the circus freaks, you know, because mm -hmm. we were just, we, we could snag the attention when, you know, when I go dropping in and, you know, Chris, uh, Chris Garrett goes this way and Jimmy Trimble goes this way and I pop a McTwist over the top right. of them. You do this triple like bang, And it's so brand and it's like, new. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, so yeah. then it got people hooked. But then, um, we were we were starting to do uh, like a lot of TV commercials were coming our way. Yeah. Like so a, like so so how did that transition? Well, so in this time where you're doing these demos, because there's a lot that happens between uh, between uh, you know me getting my skates at, and and at, at uh, North County Bicycles with Martin uh, right. Wazowski to uh, to the uh, like this explosion, right? Like, right. Where, yeah. There's a lot of years between air, there too. Dare to air, airborne, daily bread. Yeah. Uh, I got birth clothing going. Arlo's mm. living in California now. He's starting Senate. Like there was like this moment in '93 where it was like, oh my God, we're gonna do this. That's crazy. Yeah. So much happened in one year. Well, that's but. That but like any great thing, right? Like there's there's a whole bunch of hidden years that you don't see. Mm -hmm. So like so there's a, this big push with 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 everybody uh, with Angie Walton and and Jess Darenforth and Pat Parnell and Chris Mitchell and Chris Morris and and you know and, Doug Boyce. Yeah, well well Doug Doug Boyce was at the very beginning. He mm -hmm. like and and so uh, he he was in for a bit, but then. Uh, uh, he was there like right at the get-go and was like really pushing. Mm -hmm. And then then he got then he started getting uh, busy with music, like cause, and and art. Like he's a he's mm -hmm. a phenomenal artist, like music and 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 artist. Like. So, so you're talking about the first wave, of, like the culture, all these the first the first out. set of people that were really pushing it. Like we, we were riding for you know we were riding for Rollerblade mm -hmm. as as the the demo team the and, the, and the push, <laughs> right? So mm -hmm. so like you know. All of us who were more like, and you were, and you were demoing with skateboarders and bikers at this time, uh, or just solo. No, blade? it was more, it was more solo, just all rollerblade. Okay, like like pre '93, it was more like when uh, once once we were into the '90s, there were like like uh, uh, Jill Schultz started doing some some cool stuff where she brought in Tony Hawk and Matt Hoffman, Dennis McCoy, and did this really cool show up at her place, like. And that would have been like like early '90s, right there, like like probably like '91, '92. You know, I'm like I'm starting to get old, so forgive me if I'm not dead accurate as to this time. Early but '90s, yeah. right around. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Right. So, but uh, I mean, Jill, Jill Schultz did some really cool things where she brought everybody together like that. So I mean, like it was like it was awesome. I had an honor to be able to like do be on the same ramp with Tony Hawk and yeah. And, Matt Hoffman and Dennis McCoy and just be like, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it must have been like super exciting times because you're going from this part where you're skating at the local skate shop and then you're meeting all these influential people, Arlo and, uh, you know, Brooke Howard Smith, Chris Mitchell, all these 
and then there starts kind of being this interest in like in like Hollywood, right? So you start getting into like no, it was almost the other way around. Okay, okay. It, it was, the Hollywood came first. Okay, really? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Hollywood came first, and this this is where this is where it kind of leads to this, right? Because we were like I did the Sunny Delight commercial. I was sixteen years old, right? Mm-hmm. This is way before ninety three. Now you know this was like uh, like eighty nine ninety, like you mm-hmm. know, and then I did the the. Um, uh, we, we did that Coke commercial. We did, uh, we've done Prayer of the Roller Boys. Uh, we've done, uh, you know, uh, a Kodak commercial, another Sunny Delight commercial. Like, there was all kinds of commercials. And But then Airborne was, like, a massive, you know. Airborne was, well, because what was cool about Airborne was that the, uh, the writers and the directors and, and, the, and, the, and the producers of that movie were very uh, open to just, like, showcasing what we did as a core and, like, and captured that within the movie without any fluff you mm-hmm. know and then we were really we were really uh, conscious of uh of not making anything look super unrealistic like you know like the you know, like like the last jump at the end where i jump into the back of that bed i stomped it a couple of times right but it just didn't like it didn't look real mm-hmm. you know because it was so big and it kind of like just to go down and slide out oh so you landed that a few times i did yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Damn, I, but I, and, and they wanted to go with the other one. I I, I kind of wanted to. I kind of like that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because the um because the first handful, dude. I, I mean, I mean the first one, dude. I had so much adrenaline, like I'm like sprinting. Did you actually run on a car for that? No, that, there okay. was a little bit of there was a little bit of Hollywood trickery. Okay. Okay, but I was curious I how was much. Hoping yeah, that. I was, yeah. I was, like, I was curious the same thing okay, too. Okay, but but the gap and everything else was real. Yeah, okay, for sure. So like, it, it was wild because we actually put uh up on the top. We put a um like a uh, a U-Haul. Opened up the U-Haul, right? I started in the back of the U-Haul to a little, a little ramp or just a a, a a landing to roll across and then be able to take it up and over yeah. everything, right? Wow. So like, uh, so that way it was nice and clean. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to be, tri- dude. That that shit was high. Ah. Yeah. Like, I don't need to be tripping. Who, <laughs> who picked that? Like, uh, who, who thought that was a good yeah, idea? Yeah, yeah. Like, was, yo, jump over this. Yeah, yeah. No, the um, who choreographed uh, it or whatever. Right? Steve Boyum, dude. Steve Boyum was a madman. The the second unit director. He mm-hmm. was just an absolute madman. Mm-hmm. Like he, uh, they did like Days of Thunder and like you know flip themselves in cars at 100 miles an hour. So like Whoa. anything that I'd be like, he's like, dude, I. I, I uh, just shut up, Edwards, and get in there and do it. You got it, man. Yeah. Don't waste my time. I flipped cars. I'm like, okay, dude, you're right. I got this. Yeah, <laughs> you flipped was cars. There, was there anything that didn't make it that like was completely uh, like off the wall? Um, but probably a lot of you know, you know, like like anything. You guys know, like uh, as editors, and you know mm-hmm. that a lot of a lot of stuff ends up on the floor, yeah, as yeah, they yeah. say. You know, yeah. um, or just stuff where like he, he like had an idea to do something, and you're like, that's not physically possible. There's no way. Um, I can't like off the hand because like I, most of the stuff that like he worked really well with us. He didn't like mm-hmm. you know. Okay. If I was you know, and if I was like, dude, come on, dude, like now you're now you're totally like yeah, yeah. out of out of the zone. <laughs> but like you know, like I mean the that that big jump at the end going into that thing, it was like whew. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, boy, I guess, bro. But like it was gnarly because like the um, we're up on the third floor of a parking structure, and then uh, the the I mean if. Coming off of the off of the uh, off of the actual truck, there's you know a down ramp, and I mean that was like a 40, 50 foot drop, and then I'm up on the top here with like you know just the driveway length of of, of the ramp spitting out from underneath level the level below me, and that's like a 60 foot drop. Mm-hmm. So I'm like up on the top, but like and I couldn't see. I couldn't see, like, all I could see from the back of the truck, dude, was like the, the, the parking lot way the hell out yeah. there, like 
50, 60 foot down. We had to put, we had to like set somebody up in the scene. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, sorry. We had to, we had to, um, we had to set somebody up in the scene, like holding a flag. Like they look like it was part of the construction, right? That's why they kind of made it the construction oh, thing. Yeah. I was like, I, I need a marker. Like I can't, I'm oh, not jumping this without a marker. So they're like, we'll set up a construction scene. Okay, great. Set oh, it shit. up and send the, put the dude with the flag in the air so that I, that's, so that's what I could see. So Sick. that was like, that's I was like cool. okay, yeah. I'm aiming for that flag. And man, the first time I did a deal, I was like, I'm aiming for that flag. <laughs> and like almost overshot the thing. I was about dude. to say, yeah, almost yeah. overshot yeah. everything. Like, I mean, I just got a very little piece of that, that, uh, uh, of the of the of the, the incline truck. of the truck, you know, wow. I got just a little piece, and I ate shit bad, like, uh, you know, and then uh, and then I tried to like fine tune it a little bit, and then I, I think the I think the one that actually made it was the second jump. So I like I I took the gas off because my brain is just like wild the way my brain works. I have to go 100 first, mm -hmm. and then come backwards. I don't go like let's try it at 20. Okay, now 30. Yeah. Like I'm just like full ready, guys, man. Fucking put the gas on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ah! yeah. Oh, that was way too much. And then I had to back it down. Uh, it's just like this, just the way my brain works. Mm. Yeah. But um, like kind of like in everything, dude. Sure. I'm, I'm an idiot. But uh, <laughs> no, <dude. laughs> nah, man. It's just like intense. Man. That's passionate. But uh, yeah. so I'm. Uh, I, I back it down a bit. And I believe that that's the one that like made the cut. So I backed it down a little bit, but the 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 the, the, the sheer pressure just kind of buckled my legs, you know, and like and then mm -hmm. shot me to my ass. But I spit out of it really cool looking, mm -hmm. and so then it was just like, man, we, that's like we got to use that one. Mm -hmm. Then I went back up and and pulled the gas back a little bit more and just landed a couple for the sake of landing mm -hmm. it. But mm -hmm. I didn't like it wasn't it was because it, it was dialed down a little it bit. It wasn't just as like like. like it didn't look as gnarly. It's all about the cinematic movie. Yeah, and then like we really wanted it to feel realistic. So like you know that's probably what would have happened if you got lucky in the race and jumped that. Then if you if you pulled that off and spit out to your face back onto your feet and was able to roll, then you know you're a rock star. So like it fit nice. You know, so it was that that filming for that movie. I mean that part was incredible, but filming for that movie in general must have been quite an experience because like you're like one of the main stunt guys mm -hmm. but you're also acting in yeah, like this right. serious movie with like jack black <laughs> yeah with um you know seth, seth green, green yeah. there's like all these chris conrad yeah and, yeah all Sam these McDermott. serious yeah, yeah sure yeah so like jacob vargas dude jacob vargas i love jacob vargas snake dude like yes yeah, snake. Yeah. snake is tight yes yeah, <laughs> snake's the best dude. yeah like you no, know what like, i mean like how, jacob vargas is uh, like he was my favorite character was it was there any like you know pressure like with all like this because like pretty much this entire film like rests on your shoulders in like multiple ways like um just as like the main stunt guy to deliver all this skating mm -hmm. and yeah. then you're also like one of the main you know you know one of the main actors in the movie yeah well so i mean i was wasn't quite about? i wasn't quite a main actor no, not a main so. actor but, yeah, you, but you i had, had an acting some lines yeah yeah yeah, yeah i did right you're which like was the, cool the main enemy is like best buddy mm -hmm. right 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 yeah yeah, yeah walt. jack walt walt that was walt walt jack's yeah. uh <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> But um, so I would imagine like I don't know that one got to be an exciting time like oh my god everything is coming together because yeah. of skating yeah and then two just like I don't know did you feel any pressure during that time I, I think that uh, you know like I was still I was still a bit young right and so like you know when you're young uh, you know you still got that like over the top self confidence and it sure. was just I just I loved rollerblading so the the opportunity to be able to showcase rollerblading. And the fact just drunk with confidence because it's yeah, just like everything's right. working like, out. Let's right? do this. Let's yeah. do this, man. 
uh, you know, and then and let's then, go. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm and I'm back, sure. I'm backed by Jess Darrenforth and right. Pat Parnell and like you know like mm-hmm. and Angie and like you know there's yeah. there's people behind the me. The energy's that, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's people behind me that are like there to help and like. Like, because yeah, it was, it was, it was all of our dreams. Like, let's, mm. let's make, let's make something like, let's let, mm. we have an opportunity here to make like an international like culture from, mm. from like a, from scratch, yeah. you know? So we're cultivating the earth together. Mm-hmm. And so like all of it was just like a mission. Like it was more like a mission yeah. than anything. Yeah. You're all working together for this yeah. one cause. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. do this. Did, yeah. did, like, like this is so freaking awesome. This feeling that you get from this, like has to be shared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like other people got to feel this. Like this is like, this is no joke. Mm-hmm. Totally. This stuff feels so good, mm-hmm. you know? For sure. Especially like uh, with the yeah energy back then, like it being like everything coming together and it working out and yeah. like, you know, like people responding well to it in yeah. like the mainstream yeah. of the world and society in general. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's a world like, so far into us now. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a gigantic bowl of wild sauce. Like, just like <laughs> what, the, what the hell's happening right. here? <laughs> you guys are so like, you know, young in this game as well. Yeah. So it's, yeah, of course, man. A lot of trial and error, right? Uh, well, on the skating side for sure, you know, sure. And then probably, uh, you know, being young, there was, you know, Probably a lot of like you know getting exploited and getting our butts kicked, but you know whatever. That's just part of life, you know. You learn as you as you go, but mm-hmm. um, but also we have like great and awesome like opportunities. So yeah, and, and I mean like uh, here we are, man, 2020. Yeah, and Still we're, we're talking about it, right? I know, right? Who like, I mean, would have thought mean, back then, dude? That God's you'd be good, here man. Doing God's this, good, dude. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be more proud. I couldn't. Yeah. And like, so, so you just mentioned Angie and so, you know, we had Angie on the podcast before she obviously started daily bread, which was like an important document in mm-hmm. our culture, like, uh, our Bible, I guess you would say. Yeah. And you had the first issue of daily bread, uh, the cover of the first issue of daily bread. Yeah. Um, Here, you want to see it? Oh, do you have it handy? Well, you know, legends don't go home without it. <laughs> His book of memorabilia. It's right yeah, there. Here you go, man. But, um, pull it out. We, sh- uh, we, um, how did you end up meeting Angie and how did that all get started? Um, like the process behind the creation of this issue and everyone coming together. Well, to this, is, this, that is, this is what I'm saying. There's like, there was like years prior. So she was, mm-hmm. uh, she was part of Team Rollerblade. Oh, I didn't know she was on Team Rollerblade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she did the ramps. Had her on the podcast for three yeah. hours. And I didn't <laughs> yeah. She was part of original Team Rollerblade. So it was Jess yeah. Darenforth. So mm-hmm. it was Pat Parnell. Mm-hmm. So we were part. We were the ones up on the ramps doing the damn thing, right? Okay. Like we were the ones behind the dancers doing our thing. And, yeah. You know, and, and Chris Mitchell. There were some crossovers because like Chris Mitchell was a great dancer and he did. He could lift the girls and he knew what he was doing and, uh, you know, and then. Uh, uh, and then, and then like Corey Miller, Corey Miller did the same, like where like he, he did some of the dance stuff, but he was also like a really, a real, uh, bad to the bone <laughs> dude, you know? So, and then Mitchell was just, Mitchell's just a character and he, he was just, he's just, he's just passionate about skating and like, you know, him starting box magazine and like, so, I mean, there was this big group that was really mm-hmm. like, you know, team rollerblade mm-hmm. yeah. that then was like, you know, we're going to kind of spawn off more into like our, our core. Yeah, that's where you like, really, let's go make our own thing. Yeah. That's where you really branched off. Cause before yeah. that there was only team rollerblade. There was right. no other team. Well, there was no other skate brand. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing else. There's no other there. skate it's the brand. Only one. Yeah. It wasn't until like 94 when, uh, uh, the, like Rossi's was making, 
making the rollerblade skates, right? Yeah. So they were the boot manufacturer. There was a contract. Uh, you're going to make our boots, okay? Mm -hmm. We'll make your boots. We'll make your skate. No problem. That contract ends, and Rossi's like, oh, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa. You yeah. all are making some money. Mm -hmm. Like, now we're going to make our own brand. Good luck. Yeah, they jumped on Right? It. Oh, yeah. And then they had a chance to kind of, like, like, like jump in there because they sent rollerblade scrambling to where, like, where, where are we going to manufacture now that we mm -hmm. just lost our manufacturer? And then Rossi's was able to capitalize on that and then come, like, swinging in. So, like, as far as, like, a corporate, like, like, like swing, like that was a, mm -hmm. that was one hell of a punch from Rosie's. Mm -hmm. And so then they punched their way right into the game, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and like and we're now our own brand. So there was the second brand ever in, in, in rollerblading history. And, and this was around the time where like the, your, this the, is when the tarmac, the tarmac out. came yeah. out, which was uh, the first pro skate. It was your skate, the yeah. Chris Edwards tarmac. Yep. Um, and you know, a lot of people who are involved in skating nowadays, they know, or people who were formerly pros the past 10, 15 years, they know like a lot of times you sell maybe a thousand skates, maybe 2000 if you're lucky. But um, off the bat, this was like a really high selling skate, right? Do you know the number on that? Like, it was probably, I think that they made like a, uh, they made the first one of about 25 grand. 25,000 skates. 25,000. Yeah. And they sold which, out. Like, but like, which, like, yeah. which is 25 times what skates Which is all, like, yeah. like, like to, I guess to, to today's numbers, which, you know, Lord willing, man, let's like work hard together here and let's bring those numbers back up. But, right. um, but uh, at the time when, you know, you're talking about rollerblading at the time now is like becoming like the world, uh, Guinness World, uh, Book of World Records for the fastest growing, most participated like sport ever in the history of mankind, right? Like, it was it, in Guinness for that. Yeah, wow. That, because uh, there was a point where there was more people that bought a pair of skates and was rolling on skates, no matter whether it was hockey, racing, recreational, blah blah blah. blah. Mm -hmm. Okay, but like had a pair of inline skates that were uh, like the, we surpassed bikes. Like mm -hmm. more people had skates than had than people yeah. had bikes, right? Like that, that's insane. Yeah. So then if you if you compare those numbers, that which, is which crazy. Was, like, that is which crazy. Was, like, that's yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah. which was like at, at that time, I, I think it was like like 22 to somewhere between 22 and 24 million people, mm -hmm. right? So then 25,000 skates really isn't that big of a commitment. Mm -hmm. Sure. Like when you like look at it, like at, yeah. comp compare apples yeah, to yeah. oranges. Mm -hmm. But they went for it, you know? And, and the great thing for all of us is that they sold out instantly. Mm -hmm. They were gone. Instantly. Yeah, gone. And this was designed, and then, then Rosie, and then Rosie was able to come like swinging in with uh, with with their with the, the Rosie Street was it? Yeah, with one of the, with the Rosie Street I, products. I, yeah, I was gonna say I just read it in one of those magazines that you had that when Rosie was it one of the Daily Breads when it said when Rosie's got their first skate and it was like Rosie's in production working on our second aggressive skate or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. They 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 were they really were able to come in and and you know snag a nice market, which was great, you know. But that was great though too, you know, because then you know. Uh, that's where, you know, Renee Holgreen was able to get the love that he deserved. Arlo, like, you know, like mm -hmm. others that weren't attached to that, to this original team rollerblade, but that were putting in the, the groundwork and, and, and like really fighting under, underground, yeah. uh, had the opportunity to like come out and like start swinging with us. They had a place to go. Yeah. They had a place yeah. to go, which was great. You know, mm -hmm, sure. that, that, that was like, that like gave us like, there was another elevation of like, mm -hmm. of, you know, of progression and growth. Well, Which is, you know, yeah. key to key, key yeah. to why we're sitting here for 2020. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, back to the the tarmac because it was the first pro signature model skate out. Yeah. Like, and you had a not only pro signature model skate, but first aggressive skate. I guess you would say. No, I wouldn't say that. What would be the I first say, aggressive? Uh, the Daytona. Yeah, because um, the the, the oh, tarmac okay, was like that not made skate. for grinding, right? Uh, yeah. Not built from the ground up. The though. okay, what what the tarmac did 
with uh, again with like you know the backings of the of Angie and and Parnell and Morris and mm. Darren Forth like and like we we literally went into the uh, rollerblade offices you know sitting with corporate inside a corporate round table. Are we talking about the Daytona right now? No, we're talking about the tarmac. Okay, like, like tarmac. the like the like the significance of the tarmac. Okay, okay. So the sign- there's a sign- you guys help design that. Yeah, of course. Okay. But there wasn't much well, to design. Uh, because, uh, okay. A lot of times, pros these days don't, uh, you know, get to design their boots and skate. That, no, that's, no, no. That's and like I got a... to completely design the, the Daytona from the ground up. I moved to Minneapolis. So yeah. We'll get to that story. That's later, let's, but let's like, uh, the tarmac. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about the tarmac and its like, sure. like importance uh, to where we are right now. Right. Um, is they, just wanted to make, uh, they just wanted to make the tarmac, okay, mm-hmm. without the CE, mm-hmm. okay? Um, Jess and, and Pat and Morris and, and Angie, they, they knew the importance of getting an initial on there at least. Like, just get an initial. If you're not going to, like, officially name it the Chris Edwards, then you need to get, we need to get our initial. We need to get something so that we could spawn this, like, this, uh, our culture where mm-hmm. now we all, everybody, like, when you elevate, uh, our elevated riders who, who need a face kick ass, kinda. and now mm-hmm. they have a, a spot, like, that's like, you know, that's almost like the, like, the ultimate trophy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you, you did it. Your mm-hmm. name's on that skate. Yeah. Like, that's just like, Concrete, and you're making right? heroes, right? Because yeah, little kids exactly. need heroes and exactly, they need someone Exactly. To, so, like, we really understood, we really understood what it meant. Where even the, the corporates didn't quite understand it, you know. Mm-hmm. But we fought, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Angie, like you don't mess with Angie. Angie's like a pit bull, dude. Like, <laughs> right. You don't mess with her. Yeah, I know. Yeah, bro, I know. You don't mess. With <laughs> that Angie. is true. If that you try to true. mess with Angie, like it's probably like it's a really bad decision. Yeah. Okay, but but uh, <laughs> you know, she would be in there like, no, you don't understand. You're gonna get. You gotta put his name on this thing. <laughs> and they're like, this is what we need. Like you don't get it, you know. Yeah. But then uh, then I think like everyone was able to kind of play off the the awesome energy of Angie. It was like good cop bad cop like yeah. no no slow that slow down angie we're gonna be okay like yeah, yeah. you know but then somehow like the fight like man we got the ce on there man mm-hmm. and then the advertisers were like remember ce stands for chris edwards and, mm-hmm. and then there you have it so then like all of a sudden we did it mm-hmm. right now we didn't have a chance to like make a, an aggressive skate yet so we just threw the through the power strap on oh dude like there was like you know like i mean i just i just started grinding rails in in like in 91 i did like the first kind of slides like Mm -hmm. it was more like a slide on big wheels and then uh like 92 we uh, yeah but uh, real quick that yeah that that one you posted on your instagram was like the first rail grind november 21st 1991 yeah Yeah. oh quickly just because i know that we're in the middle of a story we could fly (laughs) through this i think it's pretty important to stop and talk about for a second but um what was that featured on? Was that on MTV or what? Like, no, what? that was that was in Vertical Access. That was in Vertical mm-hmm. Access, yeah. Yeah. and so that was for sure. That was the first rail ever done with big wheels. That was the first rail I ever did. Yeah, and it was definitely like the uh, first rail that we knew about. First documented, and definitely first documented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I won't be offended. If someone can bring another video up. Awesome, you know. Yeah. Like, no, whatever. I think that it's pretty. Be, I think yeah. it's pretty uncontested. Yeah, yeah, I think, I, think I, I haven't heard, seen Especially one person contest. Yeah, yeah. so, so I think I mean, it's pretty safe. To yeah. Say. yeah, but I mean, that, but that was also like you know, a lot of the stuff that I did was not me, right? Like it was, it was like it was like you know, Jess and Angie and everybody and Doug Boyce even like you know, man, mm-hmm. it'd be cool if you could do this. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, it would be mm-hmm. okay. Let me go do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just like a wild young kid, like like amped it for skating and like yeah let's try it mm-hmm. you know a lot of the stuff i did was like a, a suggestion or a push you like go this mm-hmm. way do this like mm-hmm. they were like almost like shaping me as they were yeah. shaping us right mm-hmm. like because i'm they're, they're my bigger brothers and sisters you mm-hmm. know i was still a kid they were yeah. like 
they're my they're my elders mm-hmm. like to a sense uh, you know like mm-hmm. so they were just like utilizing my energy and my my hypeness for skate and 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 my abilities giving you some direction giving me some direction and you know it'd be like you know doug and pat i remember doug and pat would be sitting there and doug would be like man oh, that was awesome did you mm. just lift your legs higher and grab you know like <laughs> yeah. okay you know like i'll i'll go for it you know yeah. and and so a lot of that was you know just i was i was almost like the uh i was almost like the uh, their little creation, like their little puppet, like, ooh, make Chris do this. <laughs> they <laughs> you built know? you. Yeah, like, ooh, let's go. Watch this. Chris can do this. <laughs> you Did know? But it was it was uh it was really important though to like, you know, show all this diversity and like yeah. the, what you can do on skates. There's so many different options. Were people hitting rails in other sports before that? Like I, BMX I don't, or I don't I don't I don't uh I think so. Like, I mean, because uh, where the idea come from to hit a rail like that? Yeah, you know? it, most likely from skateboarding. I mean, mm-hmm. like, uh, for sure, and and bikes. You know, like they were before us. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, all respects got to be paid. And for like, sure. and a lot of the tricks. Like, I got. Uh, I was fortunate enough to like uh, skate at Mike McGill's skate park. You know, like uh, in Carlsbad, I go and ride the vert ramp, and Mike was awesome, man. He he let me in and. Uh, he encouraged me and like and then I just watching him do the McTwist and I was like oh man I was like Mike I want to try that on my skates dude like you know like mm-hmm. and uh, I I just kind of watched him for a while and then I tried to figure out my body movements and like do this do do the roll the way he rolls because like he he like rolls it like really yeah, wild yeah. you know and then you know and then like he's like uh, you know he's he's being influenced by like some of the awesome. Uh, uh, Roller skaters. roller skaters yeah right yeah. like duke and and fred blood mm-hmm. yeah. and like you know and so then like this like awesome like kind of full circle things happening where like the roller skaters influencing the skateboarders skateboarders influencing the rollerbladers yeah. and like you right. know but like uh you know so like i've always called it the mctwist because like i'm gonna give uh, i'm gonna give like credit where credit's due right For like sure. pay the homage so mm-hmm. so like uh i think that there were sometimes there might have been like some misinterpretations that we were trying to like steal or like 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 imitate skateboarding mm-hmm. but it was more like uh homage it, yeah, yeah. it's more like uh, just like a respect. out of respect like yeah. so like you know like, i'll do a japan i'll do a rocket mm-hmm. like you know i'll do like watching christian soy do like like get out of here like watching christian soy made me want to be like oh my god i gotta do that and i just happened to fall in love with rollerblading and so i wanted to do that on rollerblades you know in the in the early days did you experience much pushback from like the skateboard community or was it more not o- too open bad arms? it was it was a little more i wouldn't uh, it just was was what it was was what right? it was yeah it wasn't hate yeah it just was it's just it some was. you were just some there wasn't different. enough of us you yeah. know yeah. i mean dude i totally respect and understand why the skateboarding community got a little wild uh, with us you know so uh like you know we, we were uh we we grew so fast dude we we're overtaking skate parks we're totally like half the people we didn't yeah. we didn't have the opportunity to like educate our 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 people right like we had no no way to educate our people mm-hmm. and like you know it was just so new it was chaos it was, being, it was, chaos. It was chaos dude and the, and yeah. The poor skateboarding community had to deal with us morons, dude. <laughs> and there was like, like, just an like no wonder, dude. Like no wonder. So I look at yeah. man, like, like uh, to the skateboarding community, apologize. <laughs> like I, I, I have such respect and and yeah. and love for 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 skateboarding and 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 bikes, man. Like Matt Hoffman, Dennis mm-hmm. McCoy, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like get out of here, dude. The Lord, like come on, man. Yeah. Like how can you not respect that? Sure. You know, 
And uh, we'd be fools to think that we'd anything without their influence, you know. But like you said, um, it was just like this thing that was really young. It was chaos. Yeah. And it went from chaos to like being extremely successful in a short amount of time. And Rollerblade was making like what hundreds of. Uh, it became like a billion dollar industry. Oh yeah, right? yeah it's a multi billion. Multi billion yeah. dollar industry. Yep. And um, so here's these kids, like you know, selling you know, you know, tens of thousands of skates. Mm -hmm. Right. And then this like huge industry, and uh, they're just been there for years like you know probably struggling going up the hard way and they're yeah. like you know screw this so yeah. it completely makes sense why especially at that time there would be a bit of resentment and skateboarders were turning into rollerbladers too sure at that time yeah yeah mm -hmm. I mean, a, lot, a lot of people were transitioning over yeah but um i th i think you remember we were but i mean but skateboarding did exactly what like they skateboarding always does they came back and claimed the throne oh yeah you yeah know? definitely and, <laughs> yeah it's theirs to have you mm -hmm. know and we're just like we're just a we're just a branch of of their of their uh, evolution from from Alva and them, you sure, know, and those those prior and then the past and uh, you know. But but, but I would them. argue that people like you helped us like create our own culture. Like sure, there was, yes. it was a father and an influence, right, right. But then there was like at some point it deviates and it becomes its own, own thing, gig. and right. it's like not. I I believe we're at the point now where it's really not under the shadow of skateboarding. No, no, you know, no anything no. other than the initial like influence of like uh, style and you know being like a four yeah, father right. two influence but like you know people like you and uh, you know Arlo um, John Julio helped yeah. like really give it its own identity well we want, we needed to give it our own identity like there was respect paid but like we're rollerbladers man like right. you know I love rollerblading, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna do the damn thing on my rollerblades. <laughs> if you got a problem with that, yeah. uh, sorry, there's bud. a door, <laughs> there's a car. You can drive away. You can just get the hell away from me. <laughs> right. But I'm gonna rollerblade. Yeah. You know, and and then in doing so, I'm gonna just show my respect where respects due, and then other than that, just let's skate. For sure. Mm -hmm. um, but, but but I would also say, like, n not only was, like, there's probably some uh, challenges with, like, the skateboarding industry and, like, other industries, like, seeing rollerblading as this, like, growing threat. But then after other companies start to notice that it was a multi-billion dollar industry, like, everyone started coming in. And I remember you telling me it was, like, Nike and Fila yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, K2. Yeah. But we were, like, going into, like, the next segment. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry, we'll save that. That's right. <laughs> I thought that was... You want to talk about NIST 94, the first uh, competition? Um, yeah. Venice Beach? Yeah, well, okay. Um, things are going good. We have Daily Bread. Man, I started birth. Arlo's doing Senate. Um, and, uh, you know, we got Dare to Airs out and, like, the Tarmac's out. So things are... Things you have are, an agent. Things are good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're doing good. But then... Uh, then all of a sudden there's like, you know, the contest series. But like, I don't know, man. Me personally, I, I despise contests. I'm not a contest skater. Like, I have. I know, people are going to find that hard to believe. I'm, too. I'm just <laughs> not. I'm not a contest yeah. skater. I don't like contests personally. Mm -hmm. I, re I think that contests are great for us. So don't, like, don't, don't, misinterpret, contest, don't, <laughs> don't misinterpret what I'm saying about contests because mm -hmm. our, our contests are great. And a contest skater is like just the most beautiful thing to watch when, mm -hmm. when, you know, when someone that's it. disciplined. Like yeah. it's more, it's a, it's like the discipline of what we do. Me, I'm more like just full throttle. Like just give me something. <laughs> I'm gonna conquer it and I'm yeah. gonna move on. Like then, like, give me the next thing. Mm -hmm. So to for me to, I'm not a repetitive skater. So like for me to go and like let me let me do a soul grind 
100 times today and let me go do a top soul mm-hmm. 100 times today let me go you know practice my tricks over and over so that mm-hmm. when it's time to go lace my line i'm like right like i'm just i'm not that way so like you know either i either i got lucky in my contest career and landed everything and then placed well and was up on the podium or i just you know i was bleeding and on the side <laughs> you know not in the not in the mix yeah you know but uh, whatever that's i i knew the importance of what the contest was bringing though sure and, and like, getting eyes on the and sport, like, getting yeah. the eyes onto the sport and i think like a lot of us did you know mm-hmm. and most of us were that way like like mm-hmm. tom fry and me and tom like weren't like I'm going to kick your ass, Tom, mm-hmm. right? And, like, and, and same with Arlo. Like, I mean, we were all just skating together. And I think we knew, we knew what, we were, what, like, what we were trying to portray and, like, and what, it would, what, what, what the benefits of that was going to be of, of, a, of a nationally televised mm-hmm. series yeah. and, you know, and then the hero making and, like, you know, like, yeah. like the, the, the cultural like, significance yeah. of it. So everyone, so, everyone so jumped was, in whether we liked it or not. You this know? was nationally televised. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, sponsored by Taco Bell. So it was big. So <laughs> that's so, like, for people to get that these days, it seemed yeah. like so far because yeah, I remember yeah. seeing it on TV and yeah, yeah. on like it was huge. Yeah, and then that's what like led into the into the X Games, which we'll do on the next segment. But yeah. like, but that's like what that was the culmination there. Sure. So like all of this hard work from taking us underground and like uh, and well, first we were in discover like true discovery mode, right? Right. So we were in true discovery mode as we're uh, you know riding for rollerblade and doing all this dancey dance stuff and shows and demos and commercials and all this stuff to like just like get people on skates um to like okay now we're a little more focused now we've got this badass movie so mm-hmm. now we got dare to air we got uh you know income senate birth the uh, mm-hmm. daily bread like so there's some movement the, the here we're starting happening. to like yeah. focus in to like okay you know what guys we got something here man we got something here yeah. now rollerblades got our attention so that like boom comes the tarmac and then boom comes the first world championships mm-hmm. like yeah. it was like go, 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 go. yeah like it everything coming came. in order so, like all these years like leading up to that 93 like moment and then pushing us into 94 is like ah. yeah like like it was awesome mm-hmm. it was yeah. awesome it was like it was really an incredible thing to be involved with you know what i mean like yeah i think like like rarely rarely do you get to the does it, uh anyone really get to be in that kind of driving seat man like there was literally nothing before us yeah like it's just mm-hmm. like it's like it's only it's like it's almost like like still trips me the heck out man mm-hmm. yeah. like that that, that they just we were there like at the very beginning of this thing mm-hmm. like the the seed yeah, contests the, contests are huge too because you get to contest like part of the reason why you push the limits of your sport because everyone's trying to compete with each other and trying to be better than this person. It's like it's like a, a quick way to progress the sport and you yourself as a skater do better. Yeah, like were you seeing that as well? Like how much the skate the level of skating advanced because there For was sure. a time in the nineties where y- sure. if you watch a video from like ninety five and then you watch from like ninety six, like completely different levels of skating. Yeah, like yeah. it progressed so much so quickly. Yeah. It did, and and I and then and then because of the uh, you know national tele. Uh, television and then ultimately world television right um it, it just like got so many people in and then so then now you got like you know hot spots and like crews of people skating so that it wasn't just like like where you show up to the contest and you're pushing yourself at the contest now all of a sudden you got like 30 40 dudes like hanging out at the skate park with you yeah. and like pushing each other there mm-hmm. so like the the constant like it just started like multiplying mm-hmm. and creating this like mayhem you know, which yeah. like just overtook the globe. It'll come ninety five, ninety six. Like mm-hmm. you know, when we 
tune in on the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's still some stuff I want to ask you about these early years, uh, specifically about the technological advancements of the skates that have changed like the way people were skating. Before I do, I want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors for the episode. I want to shout-out uh, Intuition Skate Shop. Um, check out the new shirts that are they just put out. Um, the Derek Henderson shirt, the As Fate Would Have It, and the Can Skate. Um, Shout-out to Zella Health. Um, you, got, you got the vitamins here. Um, nice. And you get 20% off if you go there and with code JumpStreet. Mm-hmm. And also the Chris Edwards Foundation. 50% of the super chats of this episode will be going to the Chris Edwards Foundation. Mm-hmm. It's uh, an, an initiative with Apex Technical School to take kids specifically who skate, who come from broken homes, and teach them how to build homes and work in careers and get carpentry certifications and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So yes. that's a very cool initiative as well. We're going to be going deeply into that on the third segment. But um, there's links to all this stuff. We too also have in the links to all of this to the description, so please check that out. Intuition, yeah. Zella Health, Chris Intuition, Edwards Foundation, Zella Health, Thanks, guys. all that Chris stuff's Edwards in the description. Foundation. Go check it out check after it out. you're done watching this episode, of course. Yes, <laughs> and your support's huge. No, and thank together, together we can do great things, man. Yeah, and thank you for joining us because it's you know it's it's really cool what you're doing and thank you. But um, I want to talk real quick about the uh, technological advancements of the skates because like you we saw in the video you posted on instagram that november 21st 1991 when you were grinding you had these really big wheels yeah and uh you were telling me somewhere along the way how the the mini wheel or the anti-rocker wheel was created um about u- using a skateboard wheel and trying to like you know smush it in yeah, to yeah. the I frame and like story. and also okay. how the grind plates were right, created because right. i think like these advancements like took a yeah, huge yeah. step yeah. to yeah, this how things could oh, change of course yeah. of course okay so um here's the most amazing thing okay that uh uh doug boyce mm-hmm. had uh uh an engineered drawing of the perfect skate and the skate looks like the skates we ride today right he already had the concept already had the vision of what a skate was gonna look like. So like in my in my like mission for Doug, because Doug was Doug was like a, just a just a he's a badass dude, and he unfortunately uh, suffered a broken ankle and then was never able to skate the same again back then. Hmm. So like it was then he he then really like embraced me and kind of vicariously like lived through me right like and like like like. Hmm made me into what he saw was going to be, you know? Um, so I mean, I just, I have to pay respect to him. And, and he had this drawing of the, the skates that we're all riding today, man, with like bigger, you know, sixties with the gap and, you know, like, yeah. and, uh, through, I mean, we'll talk about it as we move on, but like I did, I did, a I did, a the, the CE Hermes. All right. Like, which is like the God of speed and, uh, that skate, was exactly what he had designed. I finally made it there, and at the time, it just like nobody, nobody was. I guess. Wait, you, this is a skate that you made that never came out? Yeah, with rollerblade. No, it came out. It just didn't oh. sell very well. So then that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. Like it, I think it was just like I mean, Doug's skate was just a, too yeah. far ahead of its time. So basically, like Doug back in the day drew something like is kind of similar to the aggressive model we have now that they yeah. were not around back then. Right, right, yeah, and, right. And it, and then years it, later, it I, came got, to I be, finally pulled it off yeah. with rollerblade, but the culture wasn't quite ready for it. Like, like because because we had to digress. Okay, we had to digress mm-hmm. in order to make it work. So we had to, um, uh, like, uh, Justy and 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 the group, right? The group. We'll just call us the group. Okay. Uh, always brainstorming about like how can we do like 
create some gaps here. It's cool that we s slid down, but it would be cool if we could grind. Mm. So then uh, we were we were very limited, okay? Because like at the time, rollerblades controlling the market. There's not like oh, I'm gonna go get a frame company, right? Like and, yeah. and I'm gonna create my own mold, my own frame. Like that wasn't available mm. to any of us. And at the time, to even think about that was like six figure plus, it just like monetarily, out of our reach. And so um, we were forced to modify a recreational frame. So we were forced to take the lightning and turn it in and figure out how to make the lightning work for us. Mm -hmm. All right. Like we had to get that lightning and like turn it into the tarmac. Right. Okay. So we brainstormed about uh, the little wheels and Jess is like, I really think uh, the, the little wheels are going to work. Like, all right, Jess, let's, mm -hmm. let's give it a go, man. I go home and I go to my local skateboard shop, and then I find uh, I find these little skateboard wheels. Like the it's weird, the skateboarding community went really little for some reason. Mm -hmm. Okay, like, uh, like their wheels got like really really little, like like 40s, like 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 crazy small. Really? Like, yeah. And then in, and at the same time they got uh, talking to the mic. Yeah. Sorry. They got, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> they they got um they got thinner too. They were yeah. I was wondering that because yeah. the skateboard so they got wheels are fatter than thinner. Wheels. Yeah. So then they magically fit. Like, I mean, so they were riding like skateboard wheels, like riding like what would be a natural mini wheel. Yeah, size like, like at one point, four, like 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 forty eights, like wow. like really small wheels, huh. right? But they but because they were riding them like that, and then uh, and then they uh, uh, and then s squeeze them down this way, they were able to fit in our skates. So then I was able to like uh, throw them in and then go grind. Like there, all of a sudden there was a gap, right? It opened up a whole new world. So I did, it was all flat. I went all flat. Like I'm just I'm an all flat rider. So like I. Uh, Arlo's the one that brought in the would utilize the the smaller wheels like that, and then and then uh, experiment. Oh, you're with riding the flat on like 47s. <laughs> yeah, <or something laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a lot of the dare to air. So I, I used to have like yeah. two pairs of skates. That's I would crazy. Have, <laughs> I used to have two pairs of skates. I'd have my vert skates, you know, and or my go big skates, right? If I just needed to, I needed to haul ass, mm -hmm. and then I'd have my let's go grind skates, right? Mm -hmm. So I'd do street rails and like grind tricks and things like that with yeah. uh, with my second pair of skates. So. Um, which is uh, which is funny because when I first met Arlo, we were just talking about this the other night together. We had a great conversation with Arlo. It was just it was awesome to catch up with him. But we were we were BSing about. I remember the first time I met you, Arlo. You know, like, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, we were in Texas, and uh, uh, Arlo was, uh, we were at Arlo's park. So Arlo was killing it, and. Uh, I remember like kind of tra chasing him around like you know and then he did this awesome like transfer from uh from one of the mini ramps up and over this rail and into this bowl and i was like whoa that was that was that was hard so like i kind of went up and after him like like meeting somebody who challenged you back then was like mm. far and few between right yeah it was like the first time i met tom fry when i went to australia it was like dude this dude right like yeah. awesome uh and i and i'd heard stories about tom fry because uh jess and angie went to australia before i got to go there and when they came back they're like wait till you meet this dude mm -hmm. tom fry he's doing some really cool stuff chris when you get to skate with him he's gonna push you and you're gonna love him Sick. right i'm like uh, so when i met tom fry i was like yeah man he lived up to the hype like yeah. that's the tom fry bro that's dope. yeah yeah <laughs> so like it was awesome to like skate with tom fry yeah. and and feed off of him right and then the same energy i got when i met arlo like because Arlo was like a go-getter dude like and it's like and so chasing him around you know it was like it was like it was like dueling banjo right so like we're going bang 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 mm -hmm. and then uh, and then I remember uh, I pulled out my second pair of skates <laughs> 
it was time to silence them. Yeah. The little okay. wheels. This would probably be the last time I actually like won a competition with Arlo. Okay. Cause then he would kick my ass in this street, but <laughs> I won this one because yeah. I pulled out my second pair of skates. You had the technology. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I Secret started, weapon. Like, I started yeah. like grinding around. He's just like, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, but I think that that moment though was like, like just like really motivated him, you know? And then he, he he comes moving out to California, and then he really like uh, he probably like has done the most for the like that that grinding element of what we do, you know. Because mm-hmm. then he like he was uh, like his brain, the way his brain ticks. Like I had to do uh, was staying with like the modifications, right? So I had to uh, build something to protect the frame because I at first I I put them on. Put the little wheels on, go out, curb, 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 like, and then snap, mm-hmm. frame gone. Like, oh, crap. Like, I mean, thank God I was sponsored by Rollerblade, but, like, I, I remember having to call Rollerblade up and go, uh, I know this is a really odd request, and I'm really sorry to make this request, but I need you to send me, like, a half a dozen to a dozen <laughs> pairs of skates, please, because I'm trying something. Mm-hmm. So just send me skates. <laughs> Half a dozen to a dozen skates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which at, for them at the time, right? Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, so the so multi-billion-dollar like, industry. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, like, please, please, like, send me, send me a half a dozen to yeah. a dozen pairs of skates, so I can figure some crap out because mm-hmm. um, I'm snapping the shit out of your frames right now they're like you're doing what I'm like yeah I'm breaking your shit and yeah like, like I'm I'm got to figure some stuff out um, and so uh, I went to um, my brain is just like still more like you know like skateboardy biker brain right and so I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking like metal like we got to grind it's gonna be metal, like a metal truck or a bike yeah, like a peg, truck, yeah. right? Like so, like let's grind this shit. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I go and find uh, uh, a joist hanger if you're for a two by four, right? right. So it's like kind of U shaped, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, okay, oh, man, I think I can probably make that work. So I like slap it up underneath there, and I make a couple little cuts and a couple drill holes, and you know, mm-hmm. fucking. Uh, Hammering away. Yeah, yeah, hammering away <laughs> at that thing, man. They've got it in there. Yeah. Okay, it's awesome, man. It's on, ready to go. Let's give this a go, man. Then I didn't break another frame since I did that, right? So then I was like, all right, now time to go put it to the test. That thing was fast as hell, bro. It was just like you get up on the rail and then like you're just like you're like uh, you know your your rail's round and you're just flat, so you're just right on the freaking very tip. And no groove, <laughs> right? Yeah, no groove. Yeah, no groove, man. I ended up letting my back skate uh, groove out a little bit, so it'd be my break. Because mm. I come in with my power foot, because, you know, we're, we're simply, we're still, we're stuck at front sides and back sides, right? Right. Like, we've got to progress past that. So just a front side back then was just like, oh, my God. So much faster. On a rail, on a rail. Yeah. Yeah. go, right? You know, like, yeah. like, that was the coolest trick you've ever seen in your yeah, life yeah. at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So, so I'm, you know, I'm just like, Hah! And, uh, and I could like I could release my back leg if I wanted to like like light it up a little bit more. It's like you watch some of those uh, rails I did uh, in Dare to Air, man. I'm freaking hauling ass yeah, down. Yeah, you're going them. faster shit. Yeah, like mm-hmm. just screaming down them. Yeah. And I'd pick steep ones too, like because like 
Yeah, you want some big ass rails too. Like, yeah, let's get down them. Like, yeah, down let's get down them. There, there was no like you know thought yeah. of like I need to you know be able to bam 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 do the beautiful art that's being performed today. You know, yeah. which yeah. is just absolutely mind blowing. But well, no, you back were just then, like a it stunt was just guy. like let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, let's do it because yeah. it's never been yeah. done before. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Well, but that became like the H plate, right? Is that what you yeah. call it? So H then yeah, yes, it was the H plate. And then Arlo was just like you know Edward is is loco everybody. So don't listen to what Edwards is doing, yeah, because he's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. and you're probably not gonna want to do what he's doing because you're not gonna be able to control it. Check out what I'm doing. I'm taking the uh, wrenches from the boxes. I'm putting them on. I'm giving a nice little groove in my thing, and I'm wearing it. And the wrench is keeping the frame from breaking. And now everybody's got a nice groove, and it'll lock onto the rail nice, and you'll be able to like really sit on it and feel it and do it. So you know, like Arlo brought us that that, that ingenuity, yeah. right? Like that more of that ingenuity, mm-hmm. which then would turn into an H block that mm-hmm. went up in and replaced my wildness idea of a, mm-hmm. of an H plate. Mm-hmm. Then everybody stay on the surface, right? Yeah. Like so. You know, it's funny that that. that that actually makes sense because when I, when I came into skating, there were, there were grind plates, but they were plastic ones. Yes. And then we stopped using that at some point. It was like, oh, we never really needed those. But to know that the original function was to like not break the frame because the frames were like hollow in between the boot yeah. and yeah. the frame. There was right. space there. Yep. So if you if you got it past a certain you, point, it would break. Yeah, it's over. And that makes perfect sense to have like the frame there so it just stops mm. the wear yeah. on the plastic. Of the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that, like that, that little wrench, yeah. that yeah. little that's wrench. That's a really good idea. Yeah. It is like, a really good idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why Arlo's I mean, Arlo, I mean, right? like, H-plate's like, a good one as well. No, but the H-plate was great too. It was just like the H-plate though was untamable, right? Like it was like, it was like, it was the difference between riding bareback and then riding with a saddle. So like mm-hmm. Arlo brought us the saddle. I'm the idiot that just jumped on it bareback. Yeah. And said, Woo, let's go. Hey man. Right? Like yeah. you know, there's a like, need for both. Arlo, Arlo yeah. Was, yeah, right. But yeah. you know, but of course, and we all feed off of each other, you know, sure. and that's the beauty of what we do. We're all family. Mm-hmm. Man, we're all friends. We're all rollerbladers and totally. like, you know, like that's what's made this culture so beautiful. Like mm-hmm. through its ups and downs is that, you know, those who like love it, not only love skating, but they we love one another, man. Yeah. Absolutely. So Mm-hmm. It's a it's a great culture. It it's is. a great community. It is. Yeah. Oh man, you couldn't be more proud, dude. Yeah. I mean, silly if you like can't be proud that you're a rollerblader. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, I think we've uh, we're here to stay. For sure. Yeah, we're good I mean, people. We're, we're, we're good s- people, and we got a badass sport. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, a lot of people have put a lot of sweat and tears in the past thirty plus years. Yeah. Damn, I'm you forget it's that long until you think I, no, about it. No, that's like five years, bro. It was like. <laughs> I'm, I'm like 20, 25 now, so yeah. like in the last five years. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stay young oh, in that mentality. Holy crap, man. But 35 years. About to be, 35, about to be 50. Yeah. 35, 35 years, bro. Mm. 35 years of it. Inline skating. What do you call yep. it, by the way? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. You know, I, I think that's been like the hardest thing for us. I, I think yeah. it is too. It really is. Yeah. Like, I think really that's is. been our biggest challenge uh, to overcome because you say that uh, you're a skater and everyone's like, oh, you skateboard? Skateboard, right. Right, like skateboarding totally claims skater right. and skate, uh-huh. uh, and then uh, you say inline, and it just is like it's not that kinda, cool, kind of lame. Yeah, because it is skating. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's skating. Right, right. right. So then, so, inline that, is just so a now you got to put inline yeah. skating, yeah, sure. so that you can make the 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 difference. Sure. And then we can't say rollerblading because rollerblade yeah, is rollerblade incorporated. You know, mm-hmm. so you know I got to blow my nose with the tissue mm-hmm. rather than a Kleenex. And yeah. so then, then now what do you do, uh, you know? And so and then you can't call it blading because then, you know, rollerblades come at you again. What do you think? I think that we are freestyle rollers, man. We're just like, we're rolling, we freestyle. 
and we just express ourselves through okay. our through our skates. And I think rolling is probably the like the yeah. the one that seems also co- culturally been used a lot. Yeah. That if I was to embrace a term for us, I would mm-hmm. say that we're like we're freestyle rollers. Like. Hmm. Let's just roll along. Let's roll. Someone should try that. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I, mean, that. I, I, like, I like skating freestyle, freestyle skating yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I also don't hate inline, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. But freestyle rolling, I, I hear that too. We need a commission. Um, we need a board yeah, of commissions yeah, 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 to sit down. Yeah. Cause we got to vote on it's this. It's been thirty it, whatever years. We, we the only the only way that the only way that we're gonna like be able to like build this is if we bring Michael Palak, the coach in. Okay. Then he will, he <laughs> bring will the be coach able, in. Bring the coach in. Like, <laughs> everyone gather. Coach. coach, we need you, Palak. <laughs> we need you over here. We got we have a serious issue. We gotta uh, take care of. We need some guidance. Yes. He'll, he'll <laughs> lay down the law, the enforcer. Opalik always does. Okay. Oh, I can't wait to have Opalik on the show. Oh, he's, he's amazing. Yeah. Love, love that dude. Love him. Um, what, what about the, the start of birth since... Right. Because that was the first clothing brand? Yeah. Blade company? Yeah. I guess we could we could probably claim that. Yeah. Um, because that was, part of the, that was part of the group effort of like building a culture. So like what's a yeah. culture without music, without art, without clothing and without fashion or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right? Like what it, then it's no culture at all. Yeah. Otherwise we're just talking skating. So and I think that's what like is really uh uh made rollerblading great. It's what really what makes uh, skateboarding great. It's what makes these action sports great mm-hmm. is because uh there's uh, all these uh, amazing musicians and 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 uh and artists and designers that just happen to skateboard, right? Or happen to mm-hmm. in yeah. our in our case happen to rollerblade right so mm-hmm. uh, we as a community need to be more cognizant of like accepting that and uh i'm sorry and and uh, and, and pushing that sure. and 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 embracing that element of of who and what we are because mm-hmm. there's great ones there's great ones including i like jeremy Biden, bro yeah yeah get no, out absolutely. of here dude can't mess with that dude mm-hmm. yeah not no, only, so not, only not only can you not literally mess with him because he's like six foot eight, yeah, and like and just like, yeah, just you know, but yeah. you can't mess, you can't with mess him. with his art as no. well. Mm-hmm. But I know what you mean. Like, in t- like I think skateboarding did a really good job with like cross marketing, like with other uh, people who are talented within their industry, whether it be like an art or music or whatever, and then having that infiltrate those uh, genres, like specifically punk in the eighties. Mm-hmm. They did a real good yeah, job yeah. in mm-hmm. kind of making that collaboration between that. But I see. Um, a lot of people in, in blading starting to go that own way too. Like, you know, there's people like Dylan Cooper in the, in the rapping. Oh, and Dylan then, Cooper's and, awesome. And yeah. then there's people in the, the, you know, photography world, film world, uh, art world too, are still, you know, tied very closely to the blade community. And it's just, uh, I think the talent in the community is, is really, uh, it's, it's real. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's real, man. It's really real. You, you just, you took your, took it upon yourself to start birth just to help give us that. Give us a brand. Th- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether like, you know, did what it did or you know just to give us a brand mm-hmm. and and then we we've been able to do some good stuff with it you know mm-hmm. through the years created some tours sponsored some guys made some clothing and you know been able to do do some awesome stuff man who, who was on the the birth team back in the day um i'm not sure i need to uh you can't remember offhand um well it would have been arlo and tom fry and and, and all those guys so mm-hmm. um but, uh, it's just legends. Yeah, legends, <laughs> legends. I'm gonna have to. I have to take a break so I can. I gotta relieve myself. Okay. <laughs> All right. Otherwise, I'm not gonna be able to finish. This. No, it's okay. It's, it's okay. Yeah, the the man's gotta go. He's getting um, up there. He gotta take his bathroom breaks. <laughs> I mean, gee, 35 years of skating. Yeah. You know. So. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, wow. People, people are loving this, by the way. We have like 250 people watching us. Amazing. Thank you, everybody, for, for watching and all the Super Chatters. Thank you so much. We're going to open up for – maybe when he comes back, we'll open up for questions. Yeah, I think when he comes back, we'll open it up for questions. So I guess now we'll just take the opportunity to thank our sponsors again and talk really briefly about the Chris Edwards Foundation. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, once again, thank you to uh, Intuition Skate Shop. Intuition Skate Shop is the world's local skate shop since 2000. Two decades of blade brick and mortar without borders. Um, got some new shirts, uh, the Derek Henderson, the Can't Skates, the Skeleton doing the Soul Grind, and the As Fate Would Have It. These exclusive shirts were hand-drawn by iconic blade artist Jeremy Baytal and are available in sizes extra small to triple XL. And Mick's signature captain's hat Every day is a cruise in your captain's hat. <laughs> Shout out I Intuition Skate Shop. Um, we should have had Mickey like just record a video of him saying that yeah. to have it come on or something like I, that. I think it's so... more fun for me to say it, to be oh, honest. Yeah. It's just fun. No, it's so fun. And... I also want to shout out a second sponsor, uh, Zilla Health, which is a fellow Blader-owned health brand, providing supplements to help us you know, get through our everyday stuff and skating for people with joint problems. Check out the turmeric and ginger capsules for inflammation with your knees, your joints, all that stuff. Um, we're all going through the, these struggles. So mm -hmm. check out Zella Health, and you'll get 20% off with code JUMPSTREET. The link is in the description. And also, um, we're going to be opening up for questions soon. We are going to be prioritizing. We have a lot of people joining us. We're, it's going to be tough to get to a lot of the questions, so we are going to be prioritizing the Super Chats. Mm -hmm. Half of our Super Chats go to the Chris Edwards Foundation. It's an initiative in partnership with Apex Technical School in order to take kids who skate, uh, aiming from ages 18 to 24, get them um, kids from broken homes, rough families, get them to learn how to build homes and be certified, get a career, get a certification, have a job. So not only are they skating and building this uh, connection through the skate industry and these like connections that they're gonna have through the community and friends, but they're developing career skills for themselves as well. So th that's gonna be the Chris Edwards Foundation. We're gonna go more deeply into that in episode three, uh, part three of this, but um, that's where the Super Chats will be going. Those will be the questions we are prioritizing because we have so many people joining us. And um, Austin, would you like to shout out the Super Chats that we've received? Yes, we have, we have a ton far? of Super Chatters so far. Cool. Of course, Chad Hornish. you got to shout out Chad Hornish with his multiple 99-cent Super Chats. Um, very reliable guy. Mm -hmm. uh, Corey English, Russell Mason, uh, Sean Michelson. Thank you, Sean. You're a loyal Jump Street donor and watcher. Um, Shane Cole. Older Bladers, Neil Owen, Tim Booning, um, George Lima, Corey English, Cyrus09. We have uh, Michaela Petrowski, um, Fresh Media. I think that's mm -hmm. could be Richard. He's a big shout out, Jump Street, for this, Rashard. as well as Chris Edwards, yeah, the Godfather of Blading. What's oh, yeah. up? What's up? So big shout out to Richard. If you Heck haven't yeah. if you haven't checked out his episode, go yep. back. In the archives, check out the episode with Rashard Johnson. Rashard's the man. Yes. Jay Lynn, uh, she's killing it. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Brown's Goldies, uh, John Schmidt, and Neil Owen. Thank you guys all so much. And like Billy said before, uh, we're going to be open up to questions. So if you super chat us with a question, um, we're going to prioritize the super chats. Or if not, at least at Jump Street Podcast so your question pops up. Yes, and before we get into the questions, because I know Austin will need a second to kind of line some of these up, um, we have... You know, a few things to talk about. Um, but after the, you know, we're, we're going to switch into 95 in yep. part two. But before that, um, 
And hopefully Th- I, I don't have to use the restroom during that one. Hey, it's okay. We get life's, you, we, life's real. We, we've we had guests. We've little bucket on these tables. <laughs> <laughs> give me the catheter. We'll, we'll be good on episode two. We'll get me, uh, we'll get me hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this, you know, it's funny because my first pair of, I mean, other than my hand-me-down uh, hockey skates that weren't aggressive at all, my first pair of skates that were meant to be aggressive were a derivation of the tarmac, which were the chocolate the, yeah. and the trooper. So um, that came after the tarmac, the chocolates yes. and the troopers. And yep. um, yeah, what was it like designing those? And that, that was such a huge skate as well. Like that was like hugely popular when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that came out, those came out in 95. So yeah. that was just kind of like the evolution of the, of the tarmac. But we're still trapped to the recreational market, right? And it's still kind of trapped on a, mm-hmm. on a lightning skate. So yeah. we'd yet to be able to like really like, hand handcraft escape from start to to finish so mm-hmm. we uh were able to kind of like uh you know like the tarmac all the, all the tarmac was like the significance of the tarmac is that uh my initials got on it for the sake of all of us right yeah uh, so so us pushing to get my initials on was because like we knew that like this would be great for everybody down the line i hope you got a royalty as you well know? yeah i got i got a you know yeah. a small one you know of course i was yeah. young and dumb and yeah probably mm-hmm. didn't yeah, you know, sure. whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, but uh, uh, and so then um, the chocolates and the troopers was OK. They saw that the tarmac did really well. So then they uh, produced more tarmacs and then they're like, OK, well, we can probably do some a little more modifications. I had them uh, cut down the cuffs so that you could get a little more of a rollover yeah. for your soles and royales. Um, so I cut the, the inside of the cuffs down um, and they custom did a liner for for it. Uh, we put the uh, the buckle little buckle bumpers, all right. So that because you know we, everyone yeah. was like everyone was starting to learn soul grinds and everything. Then so like every time you you know you'd miss and miss and you just blown buckles mm-hmm. left and right. Buckles were just like and like sliding down ramps too, I guess, right? A little bit, but really that soul was like you know is the soul variations going there and missing a soul like you're just striking down on stuff, right. especially ledges and stuff. So uh, as soon as that boot slipped, bang, hit the hit that buckle right, buckle gone. Yeah. So then we made a little buckle bumper, hoping that it would like whoop whoop mm-hmm. and like shoot you past it. So and that still was like a, a design in our and our stuff today yeah, you know yeah. um it's just it's just so funny how like the practicality of how all these things are developed you yeah know? just like yeah. oh that would take off the buckle yeah put something there yeah. right the right it just yeah. becomes a permanent yeah, yeah. A p- a extension of yeah the, of the extension of ca- us yeah, it's so yeah. crazy yeah. that's because we stack on each other you know yeah. so um and then and then we uh um that was really the big the biggest like innovation of that skate like as much innovation as we were given the opportunity to do would have been the buckle bumper and the uh, um, uh, and then the cut down cuff. Mm-hmm. So that that was what d- uh, made that different than the tarmac. Um, but then that year, I'm also have moved from California in '95 to Minneapolis and working on the Daytona. And the Daytona was from scratch. So we got to like build the first. This is where I'd say the Daytona is the first uh, aggressive yeah. freestyle rolling skate mm-hmm. on the market. It was the first time that you could pull that skate out of a box and just go. I, I know. I know we're gonna pick up on that. Yeah. Starting part two, but that. But that was like the first. That was the first. Like made for. Hand from from start to finish. Made for like, aggressive. Yes, like build the True. frame. I want the frame to look like this. Mm-hmm. I want the boot to have a little slot for a Royale. Like, 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 let's see where the boot goes. Where's that little slot so that the mm-hmm. boot will catch as well and it'll line up nice and even with the, with the frame, mm-hmm. you know, like, like there was, there was uh, a little bit yeah, of, hang uh, on to more of that yeah, a little stuff. bit of strategic. <laughs> Cause I'm sure there's one. more yeah. in, into that. Okay. Yeah. Well, 
Well, I think um, because that's the, where we're going to start the 95 in the beginning of our yeah. next episode, I think we could right now switch it to questions and we'll leave that to our part two of this episode, which, by the way, um, part two of this series is going to be tonight. If you're watching 8, live. 8 p.m. Eastern time. Yes. Uh, yep. 5 p.m. Um, California time. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, in Europe, that would be past your bedtime, which would be around <laughs> 2 a.m. But you could check past that out. Past your bedtime o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You're always allowed to set your alarm, wake up for a minute. And That's it. Go right <laughs> back to bed. Exactly. This one's <laughs> worth it because we're going through like the. Oh, we're going to talk about some hoax. Yeah. We're going to talk about. Hoax and everything. Oh, man. There's a whole bunch that started popping in 95. So yes. We're, yeah. We're going to. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of X Games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the 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 Daytona and. And then all the crazy so much. madness of uh, the that, ESPN years, what I like to call for it. For sure. We'll call ooh. It, ooh. With the ESPN the years. ESPN. Ooh. Ooh. I'm actually going to get to my phone, too, so I can try yeah, to help you with uh, some um, of these questions. First question is from Matt Mountain. He says, or she says, Chris, I remember reading in Daily Bread that you were a preacher of some kind. Did religion play a part in your skating? Was faith a hindrance to your skating or vice versa? Um, yeah, I was because I think uh, my... My like I had shared at the beginning of this story that my father was uh, an evangelist and uh, and a preacher. But when uh, we moved back to Escondido, then uh, as a as a Christian term would be that he backslid pretty hard and like uh, started diving into uh, the wrong end of the spectrum. To be polite, no pun intended. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I then was like, uh, you know, as a preacher's kid, I used to like smuggle, uh, um, you know, like a, a Motley Crue shirt to school. Because I wasn't allowed to wear it, so I'd have to smuggle it in my backpack, mm. put it on so I could be cool, and then take it <laughs> off to get home so I didn't get my ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, but uh, when, um, when, uh, when, he went the, when he went the other direction and I saw my whole family cr crumbling, then I was like, Jesus is way better than this. And I think that I'm going to dip into that for a second because it's a hell of a lot better than what I'm seeing now. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I did. I, do, I dove head first. And um, I believe I believe in I believe in uh, a higher power. And I believe that uh, um, this is so much bigger than any one of us. Right. Like everything. Like it's just like so I don't want to be over the top religious and dogmatic mm -hmm. anymore in my faith mm -hmm. but i have faith mm -hmm. and my faith has uh carried me through many uh trials and tribulations that's rad that's really cool um yeah thank you for such a good answer kevin dugard says any advice you'd like to give to newcomers uh yeah kevin let's uh look at man put put don't be discouraged there you're gonna um you're gonna, you're probably gonna like, when you're first starting out, man, just throw some pads on because you're gonna spend more time on your knees, hands, and ass than you've <laughs> ever spent in your life. <laughs> All right, but battle through that and then just learn to like find that love of the, of the skates. And then before you know it, you get really comfortable and then you're like, oh, you know, I, I don't need my elbow pads anymore. And you'll like transition yourself out into like a uh, total comfort. I, I'm an old dude. I never got rid of my knee pads. I always, I've, I've done knee pads like my entire career. Mm -hmm. I never not wore knee pads. Um, but you know, I'm also from the older generation where we wore full gear, right? And uh, like, and on a vert ramp, I always wore full gear. You, you have to like, when you, a vert ramp's like, it's, man, 
it's a freaking you're going into the the octagon you, yeah to ride vert like it's yeah. it's an octagon event you're, dude you're fighting and, and nobody it's an octagon event. it's an octagon event bro uh it's, it's royal rumble time yeah, it's yeah. you versus that freaking it's, massive freaking ramp it's no you chill. pull out you pull out just a tiny bit on a vert ramp yep. and you're shooting a six seven eight foot high air or six seven foot uh mctwist or 540 and you pull out like you didn't line yourself up and you pull out you now are looking at a 15 plus and in some in some cases almost a 20 foot drop yeah if you were to get yourself to flat bottom yeah. it is a battle royale event and if yeah. you don't respect vert then that's probably because you can't ride it mm -hmm. and because you can't comprehend it yeah that's and true. and and then if you would just look at yourself and go you know what i can't ride it i can't comprehend it then you probably better look in the mirror and say damn it i better respect it yeah you gotta respect Damn. Vert. Oh yeah, Vert you gotta, kick your ass. gotta respect Vert, Vert kick your dude. Ass. It yeah. is it's the Royal Rumble of all of action sports. Yeah. I know, I know my boy Miguel Ramos is looking at this <laughs> smiling right now. He's like, oh, Vert's easy. <laughs> no, no, Miguel's like, yo, he's right. Yeah. And you know what? Because Miguel, Miguel and uh, Michelle have a nice uh, Vert at their place. And man, uh, Miguel's, yeah. Miguel's the dude, man. He's the dude, and Michelle, Vert is that's real. Great. It's Woo. real, real, bro. It's real. It's real, real, man. It's real, real. And it's really hard to like uh, make look good, too, man. It takes yeah. a while. Like the, the 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 patience you have to have on vert to get to a point where you can actually like start like lacing some stuff. Yeah. It it takes a, a lot longer than just going out on the street. You know, on the street you can pick yourself up. You're like, oh cool, I found a little rail. The rail's mm -hmm. like only you know a foot off the ground, and like you know you can start like feeling like you're progressing. You're doing something, mm -hmm. man. You're just constantly in the boring shape of a U, mm -hmm. and have to battle through so much discipline and practice to finally get to the point where like you know you're doing incredible things like. Samora and Manuel right, yeah. right. and you know Nell Martin and and the Yasudoko. Yeah, Tim Ward. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. What they yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Insane what they Get do. Get out of here, dude. Um, yeah, try yeah. to try to disrespect that. No, you. I I think uh, anyone agrees who's ever dropped in on a vert ramp, you have to respect <laughs> yeah. the beast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or just stand on a vert ramp. Yeah, you stand and look down. Right. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, is this? yeah, yeah. Yeah, your sphincter puckers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a, that's, a, that's a pretty good way to put it. I agree. Um, we got another question from my cousin Jay, Jay O'Neill. Yeah. What's up, Jay? Uh, What's up, your brother Jay O'Neill? That's a co cousin Jay. Uh, he said, uh, "How are the joints and bones uh, been able to skate lately?" Um, I've I've maintained. I know that I've been uh, you know. I've been uh, working on uh, Pittsburgh Project Wrestlers, taking care of my family, building a contracting company for the past decade. I've uh, it was just a love that was inside of me that I couldn't. Pittsburgh Project Wrestlers. Wrestlers, yeah, wrestlers. we wrestle like if you if your house is like giving you problems, I come in, I wrestle it, I pin it, and I make it look beautiful. Nice. All right, so I, there was just like a there was just this passion inside of me that that my hands needed to like like let out of me before mm -hmm. I could like probably like to where I, before I could be where I'm at right now, where I'm like confident sitting here with you guys and and have a a, a a a a path that i know that i'm on that i've that i have faith and confidence where where we're going right yeah. now you know so i needed to get this out of me and uh you know and it was i was able to build all kinds of great things 
with with the company, and now we're going to be able to marry. That's why we're going to marry this now. The love of rollerblading, which is my true love, my true passion is rollerblading. But now I have this awesome like uh, a secondary like art form within me that I got to express, and mm-hmm. I've like I've like flipped major homes here in Pittsburgh, man. Like gutted them and like built the whole thing, like you know, because I only go 100 miles an hour, so like I was like mm-hmm. I can do this, <laughs> and I did it, you know, like and 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 so now I'm going to be able to uh, take those that like had a struggling home life like i that i was that i had you know i'm that kid mm-hmm. so now we can be like here dude let me teach you how to swing a hammer like you're gonna learn you're gonna get a you're gonna get a career you're gonna be able to do some badass stuff mm-hmm. and build a cool home with us and then build your own home and like have a have a career outside of rollerblading mm-hmm. because you know it's a it's a it's a it's less than a one percent club that actually makes it and gets your name on the mm-hmm. skate you know mm-hmm. so and it, even then, and it doesn't make you ungrade it doesn't make you yeah. unequal it doesn't make you you know but like if you're a rollerblader then we're all one in the same whether your name's on the skate or not For we're sure. all one in the same and that was For the representation sure. of the tarmac ce mm-hmm. ce stood for us you know so it might as well be the tarmac us mm-hmm. right like yeah. us yeah i like that <laughs> very cool um, so, but um did i not so, answer so, the yeah, question but, no no but also uh, there'll be uh, i think andrew got the next question but yeah. it, at, at the end ultimately the they'll be certified right yeah well they'll be able to they'll be able to go get a job at anywhere they live they can stay here they can intern with my mm-hmm. company uh we'll even offer employment you know mm-hmm. and then uh or they'll be able to take these skills back home and go call a construction company and say hey man i could i've got some pretty decent carpentry skills and get onto a crew and you know mm-hmm. and then continue to learn more and more and and then uh you know the construction field right now is really thirsty for some uh, young talent mm-hmm. i guess it's like become kind of an old 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 dude's game like all of the youth is like kind of run to tech mm-hmm. and there's like over the top tech so then like the the trades and the the blue collar the like you know like rough mm-hmm. and tough get her done yeah. is needing some dudes yeah. and and when and when there's a demand like that this is going to be a nice uh, solid paying career for for everybody very cool you know so, what i'm saying yeah. mm-hmm. so I'm- we want to teach them, man. Just like, come on out, man. I'll teach you how to teach you how to put in, like, build a shower from scratch, and you know, and build a build an entire bathroom, a whole kitchen. Like, let's do it. Very cool. And then let's go skate together. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll love rollerblading. We'll get you a job. We'll teach you some skills, and then continue to grow the family. Rad. Um, yeah, I, I, I really want to get more into that. We have yeah. we have a yeah, few questions. There's, there's we have a few questions lined up, but I, yeah. I really want to dig into that so, so yeah, we can well, explain to people exactly that's, what it that's means. A, that's, that's, a, awesome, that's number three, right? Yes, but okay. no, but that's an awesome uh, initiative. No, <laughs> yeah. for real. And um, thank you. Uh, I think that's what you know skating needs because I know a lot of people who are even pro skaters um, that had spent a lot of time like chasing this dream when they were done. Yeah, where uh, did they go? Where did we go? There was nowhere to go. So I think that's important to really embed those skills in, in people and within our community and to share that knowledge. Yeah. So I like I uh, I commend that. I think that's great, and I can't Thank wait you. to go more Thank in you. depth into that. Yeah, and everyone's support is greatly appreciated, man. Yeah. Thank you for sure. Somewhat along those lines, we have. A giveaway also, or a, a number of giveaways, which we haven't mentioned yet on the show. Yeah. So I think we have other questions here to get to, but let's get this giveaway out there so that people could, you know, focus on <laughs> right. this because this is a huge giveaway. Um, Chris is giving away three pairs of them skates and three pairs of Celtic skates. Yeah. Well, well, Kid well, skates. I'm, yes. not, I'm not. Okay. So John Julio is. Okay. Right. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes. um, uh, our our initiative our initiative is to concentrate on the 12 and under market mm-hmm. and uh and just embrace our legends yeah so uh 
as you know, hopefully you've seen now the the lightning bolt and thunder of yeah. of what birth. Or we're bringing birth back, mm -hmm. but we're bringing birth back just to really just be there for the 12 and under market. Right. And then and then uh, and then by embracing our legends, we're able to tell the story and like and and in our yeah, history through sure. through such you know like uh, super stoked arlo's like like donated in uh the the arlo street that we made uh, with birth in 1993 so mm -hmm. like you can buy the arlo street mm -hmm. uh shirt which is just it's cool so like, like yeah. that's like the where we're kind of going with it you know um and but, but the giveaway spe specified so, the, so, like so the parents and the kids so yeah. because we're on this because i love this idea yeah, 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 yeah. so so because too. our we're going to stay in our lane like mm -hmm. totally respect john julio and and then skates like i just love that he's 100 percent skater owned right. but we don't in any way in, in our mission what we're doing want to get in the way of his marketing of his writers alex broskow is mm -hmm. amazing like you know like, like i'm not right we're, that's not our intentions mm -hmm. whatsoever we want to do like some cool collaborations at times or mm -hmm. and me personally i just i love john julio and i want to rock them skates so mm -hmm. it's that simple yeah but our main focus is we've teamed up with caltic because uh, they're a hundred percent skater owned company out of ireland right and they but this dude for the last 18 years man has just been focusing on a little kid skate mm -hmm. right like that he just put his energy there right he just mm -hmm. like ignored everything else and was like i'm gonna make a little kid skate yeah. i'm gonna make a little kid skate so awesome that it's just mm -hmm. gonna be and he did mm -hmm. it's incredible like when i saw the skate and i saw my son skate on it for the first time and i posted that edit man that was that was that was like that was my son's first time on skates in a skate park yeah. and the skates held them like that tight and gave them that much confidence that I have to believe in that product mm -hmm. and the fact that it's 100% skater owned that's where I'm going that's mm -hmm. where that's what we started right. you know so I'm going to finish what we started we're going skater owned so uh, you know so of course I support John Julio I support Frankie Morales and and you know they're, yeah. they're right so if you're of course we support the the, the brotherhood for sure and, yeah. and and specifically with, so with, specifically, with the giveaway, so specifically it's going to be three sets of skates, yes. right? It's going to be you have three pairs of them skates, yes. and then there's three pairs of Celtic kids kids skates. Yes, the thunder. They're, you're going to get the, the you're going to get the new thunder. They're going the out. Thunder. They're going out. In <laughs> they're going out in pairs. And we're sent, so it's yeah, because we because we contest. want to encourage yeah, because right. we want to encourage we want to encourage parents to go out there and skate with, with their, their kids. kids. Right, that's our main thing. So if you look at uh, at if you peek at our website and everything, you're gonna see all these like funny stuff, like you know, yeah. meet, meet little destroyer, and then like your kid yeah. wears the shirt that says little destroyer. Right, sure. right? Like, like just it's, like it's, it's family fun, sure. right? Just family fun, but like tough tough family fun. Yeah. we're gonna empower uh -huh. we're gonna empower the kids like dude how can you how can you like like dude we have jaron jaron grove sure. and the little monster dude like yeah. give jaren me a break all right richard richard and jay lynn like okay. come on man the shredders like yeah. like you know and then and we're we're, we're bringing in Vinny and the and and his kids yeah. Vinny mitten and the yeah, and yeah. so Vinny and the vandals so so, like, so, like, so look out so, so so quickly i just want to get this contest yes out there. Just, so just, we're gonna no, give hold on. Away. I, I just want to get okay, this sorry, contest sorry, out there. i got it it's okay just just because i want to get the rules out there Yes. Right. Yeah. So this contest, in order to win this pair of skates, um, it's going to be a parent and their kids skating. You submit the clips. Just you, post it on Instagram. You, you post it on Instagram with the hashtag TBS Thunder, the, the birth skate uh, thunder. Right. So mm -hmm. hashtag TBS Thunder. Um, you have till January 15th. We're going to be looking at the hashtag and we're going to be hand selecting the clips um, and the, the one with the parent and the kids skating that we like. 
um, we're going to send out a pair of skates to those parents yep. and a pair of skates to that kid. And we have yes. three different sets to send away with that. Yeah. Right? So three, three, three uh, families are going to get picked or, yeah. or, you know, give me the daughter, daughter, mom, the daughter, son, the yeah. father. Yeah. It don't matter. matter. Yeah, it we matter. need a yeah. parent and a kid. Doing and, something kid. On. and if you, if you check out like the monsters mm -hmm. stuff, you know, with, with Jerry and his kid, they're doing these awesome, cool over under stuff. So like, sure. you know, have, have fun, fun with it. Yeah. 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 Let's, yeah. let's see who can throw it down. Yeah. yeah. As a family, as a family, you know, that's great. Bring the thunder. I love Bring that thunder. idea. Bring the thunder. Yeah. And yeah, also, so. you have to tag and follow Birth Legacy on Instagram, um, Chris's account, CE Circa 1986, and Jump Street Podcast. So those okay. are the criteria. So right the criteria there. is Chris's account, at CE Circa 1986, mm -hmm. at Jump Street Podcast. At Birth Legacy. At Birth Legacy. Hashtag TBS Thunder. Hashtag TBS Thunder. Deadline January 15th. Deadline January 15th. Okay. Thank you very much for that. We have so many questions. Yes. And we have to get cracking away. So go ahead. So with Angie um, Bender. Also. We were trying to keep this pre-94, but Angie super chatted. Angie Bender. Um, and a couple of people asked this too, so I guess we'll just get to this real quick. Um, she said, Pierre asked, and I see also Sean Michelson asked, um, what's the story with the guy on the back of the rollerblade dirks? Uh, that was, know? yes. Yeah. Okay, I asked you something else about the Dirks yesterday. You, yeah. didn't, you said you didn't know. So. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, let's see. Can't spill it all out at <laughs> okay. once. Let's hear. Dirk was the uh, was the um, was the engineer for Rollerblade who did all of the uh, like you know I'd, I'd give him ideas and then he would go in and engineer them and like it's like you know we need like we need a um, we need the wheel to kind of rotate and do some different things like, you know, so that you can do mm -hmm. a couple different setups. This mm -hmm. would be really awesome if you could do this. So then Dirk would go and like and spit out the drawing and go like, you mean like this? Like, yeah, dude. Sick. Yeah. Just like that. And he was so dedicated to it and so excited about producing the, the first skate with us that we paid homage and named one of the skates that was after the, the Daytona line, the Dirk. So did he help you make the tarmac then? No, he wasn't there at Tarmac. He was there for Daytona. Oh, he only did like that. Like yeah, he did on. the Daytona okay. series, right? Okay. So Daytona was like my pro. Oh, okay. And then the way Rollerblade used to work, it'd be like, okay, there's Chris's pro, but we can't give him too many royalties. So we'll make six other skates that look just like it and sell them for cheaper and not have to pay him. Yeah. So I think what I asked you yesterday was whose actual face was on the wheels. So that's not Dirk or that is Dirk? I don't. I don't. That's, you have to show me the wheels, man. I'm getting old, bro. Okay. Well, we'll <laughs> show me back. the wheels, and I'll give you an we'll answer. We'll get back to everybody on that. It was that guy okay. with, with big, thick black glasses. I think that it probably was Dirk, because he, okay. he was like, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That would make sense. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Who knows? If, anyway. it, if it wasn't, it was, probably, it was probably meant to emulate, or at least give you the expression. Yeah, the, yeah. The, Okay, cool. Cool story. Um, we have a couple more Super Chat questions. Again, um, when these Super Chat questions end, we are going to end and save it to the next podcast, yeah. part two. So if you have any last questions for this episode, specifically 1985 to 1994 in skating with, or maybe <coughs> even into 95 yeah. with Chris's stuff, we please encourage those. And again, all of that, goes, half of that money goes to the Chris Edwards Foundation. So Corey English asks... How much for some vert lessons? I'm trying to up my invert and camel toe game. <laughs> well, you know, man, uh, if I could just come and roll with you, then I would just come and roll with you. But uh, I think just uh, just watch, uh, just take some, if you don't have anything uh, fresh and new to watch, then like, take some old stuff and watch or combine both. Like just, just watching and 
watching see how the motions are and then just like uh, be uh, be comfortable doing it. Like really, when you roll up on vert to do an invert, you're you're gonna roll up and kind of let your legs lead you. So you're gonna like you're gonna just like you're gonna commit to going down here as you're rolling up, and you're gonna commit to reaching down and letting your your skates roll past you. So like you, it's like you almost you're gonna roll right up and over, and then you'll go over your hand. And the best ones to do it first is to kind of arc it. So then you can come, because then you can literally come on the side, set your hand there as you go, and then roll yourself over the top of your hand. And then as soon as you get that, then you can start doing like a legit invert where you're stalling that puppy out and just like stiff arming it. That one um, sounds terrifying. You know? <laughs> and then uh, camel toes and uh, the Melvins, man, you know, that's a beast of its own. I really, man, just like, uh, Thank you to everybody who's like doing that right now. Cause yeah. I've been seeing some crazy clips, dude. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Camel toes are you dude, you that, guys are awesome. You have uh, like, man, are uh, man, 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 forget about it. Stefan, Stefan, Stefan's are nasty, dude. Like, like get out of here. They're called Stefan's? No, Stefan Brando's oh, like yeah. camel oh, toes, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, that he's yeah. been like dropping, dude. Like, street, I'm like, get out of yeah, here, dude. Yeah. And then someone like, whatever, I threw that, I threw that little, uh, um, uh, a fishy to, to to camel toe in my new thems, uh, but then all of a sudden I see another oh, yeah. other kids like, dropping them already on yeah. on street and stuff. It's awesome. It's yeah. just awesome. It's a it's a scary trick, dude. It, mm. But it, it's but never it, not gonna be right. Yeah, because you're hanging. You're gonna hang them up. Like yeah. you're, it's like, yes, like I'm gonna hang them up mm. and then get out of it. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> yeah, it's okay. just like it's a it's a really cool funny feeling, right? You know, it's not the most glorious like uh, like long lasting sweet trick, but it's just like it's the last little like. It's like a heart stopper. Yeah. Like for like, a second, your heart second. skips a it's, beat. It's, it's cool to like interrupt the beautiful flow, right? That's yeah. what I like about it is because you'll come in all beautiful, like, ah, and then with no one expecting you, go, kick, 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 and then you're out, right? Yeah. Like, and there's this like last little like, and then it's like an and one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, that's, yeah. um, that trick will never not be like the gnarliest thing. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, it's gnarly. Yeah. Never. never. Not, the Melvins are super gnarly, dude. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Like, the Melvins are the heels. The heels, yeah, yeah. Cause okay, because because like hurt. a camel toe, camel toe, obviously, like you know, the like everyone knows what a camel toe is, so it makes well, sense. Well, <laughs> camel toe, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, okay. So when you camel toe, yeah. and so then uh, uh, the Melvin is just Darren Ford told me that the Melvin is like what they call a wedgie in England, mm -hmm. so we named it the Melvin. <laughs> so then it's the rear, right? So then you get the rear wedgie and then the, the forward camel toe. Now that's some dirty, disgusting. Thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that. No, that's but to, yeah, to dirty. Do a, do a Melvin on dirty. a vert dirty. ramp is insane. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else you would do, and I never seen it done. I've been able else. to do it on a couple like smaller quarters and stuff, yeah. but wow. it, it was definitely a, a to uh, if someone can incorporate that into street. Then yeah, it's I never be seen nasty, that in the street. Dude. It's gonna be nasty. But they're getting it on the toes now, and that's where I started yeah. too. It was on the you know I mel I, I camel toed before I melvined, mm. and then uh, you know. And then finally, I got the balls that just hang up the heels. The heel hangers, like yeah. that's a cliffhanger, bro. That's yeah. like that's gnarly. I mean, you 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 and like you invented a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. With the you know, like I said, I was the I was the puppet, so you know, mm -hmm. like I can't claim it all, you know, without Jess and Angie and Doug and Parnell and Mitchell and you know Morris, <laughs> like dude, like the list goes on. Without them behind me, bringing their styles and their there are elements to it like you know i was i was i was there to just uh to like yeah guys if i can represent us like this and let me represent us like this mm -hmm. and it's been awesome was there anybody who's like the first person to a front side like yeah. any record of that of the front side well i mean you the saw the first it. person the front side like, well i mean you saw the first front side and and yeah. We just went over this. You know, was I in November twenty first? November twenty first, nineteen ninety. No, not on a rail. Just like in the, oh, that was the first front side ever. Yeah. 
Oh, I thought it was just the first rail front well, side. Well, slash probably the first front side. Cause oh, then, okay. Uh, I, I the thought that, there was no grinding curbs or the corner. No, no, like that. prior to that, right. Yeah. Oh, so I, I thought that was just couldn't. the first rail. And then, and then, the and then so like all the first front sides and back sides are being documented uh, throughout uh, a vertical access and then into dare to air. Okay. That's when it all of a sudden went like, okay, man, here we go. We got it. We figured out the little wheels. I was yeah, able yeah. to slide now. So now we're going to go from a little three foot, little you know, lay down Royale slide mm -hmm. kind of thing to like, let's get on top of the rail. And now that we can get on top of the rail, let's lengthen the rail. And now that we can lengthen the rail, let's steepen the rail. Mm -hmm. And then like, it was just like, whoa, 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 yeah. let's go. Yeah. So yeah. The, that's where all the firsts are, mm. you know, by, by many of us. Yeah. You see the, the first grinds. Uh, okay. you know, I just always thought that was the first by the group. rail. By I the group. the first by the front group. side. Yeah. yeah. Okay, by the group. All the first ones by the group. By the group. <laughs> it was okay. a team effort. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have one more question from, I don't know if it's George Lima or Jorge Lima, um, but he says, thoughts on a brick-and-mortar shop in Millvale. <laughs> Is that Jorge we'll or George? Was that George? Is it George? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I can't see I, it. I don't know. It's, 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 he specified Millvale, so I don't know if he I'm not was sure. a local to yeah, know I'm not what sure. Millvale was. Yeah, we're in Millvale. Yeah. So, you know. But uh, first things first, let's take care of business. And that's uh, um, we're raising money to get – we want to get six kids by 2022 here to Pittsburgh in the, in the school, doing internships with me, and kicking some ass. And that's mission number one. So let's just get through that one, and then we'll talk about brick and mortar. Because mm -hmm. first got to teach them how to lay it. That's <laughs> it. Then we'll get the brick and mortar. Then we'll get the brick and mortar. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, well, that's it for our questions. But I, I would be remiss. I, I kind of have a personal, if you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah, just because, like, I don't want – I know when we move on to the next subject, we're going to be in, into 95. We're going to yeah. leave these things behind. Mm -hmm. But, man, Airborne for me was such, like, a pivotal film. And – um, obviously the end race was super cool, Yeah. but there are a couple of scenes I was curious about. Um, like one, there's that scene where you're like skating with everyone and you kind of start, they all start following you down the block yeah, yeah. and then you kind of grind this yeah. rail and then you, you jump down all these stairs mm -hmm. at the end. Well, I wanted to one, know what that was like. And also two, did you have any like cool experiences with, um, teaching some of these guys to skate like Jack Black, Seth Green, some of these guys who were like trying to figure it out or, yeah. or if any of them had like a natural knack for inline or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, skate, do, doing the skate scene, like, like we really knew, like I, if you, you, you asked me earlier if there was any pressure, I'd say that like the, I did feel a lot of pressure during that skate scene because uh, not the downhill, the downhill is one thing, you're like downhill's downhill. So like, sure. you know, you're just hauling ass and like, it's, it's awesome. Right. Um, but like the, the skate scene though, like I really felt the pressure to be able to portray what we've been trying to portray and make sure that it like came across. So, I mean, it was, I definitely was, uh. I, I felt the need to like really do just give it my all on in all of that and and really try to like give a, a a vast collection of things that you could do on on a pair of skates through that scene yeah you know and, yeah and try I, to not duplicate a trick that and, comes across you know, actually like, and yeah not it was really creative a trick. Yeah. so like like let's give them a little wall ride you can do that let's yeah. give them a grind you can do that let's give them a wall ride like up yeah. and over big wall ride yeah. let's give them some vert you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. like and then let's give them a little like jumping jumping you know, you no, know that like, was a great job it was with like that. it was yeah. like it was yeah. uh, like we it was really important to us to to craft that because we knew mm -hmm. the significance of uh, of this of this particular film going into into all of the theaters like this was I feel like this that one huge, got a lot bro. of kids on skates well, it did yeah, yeah, it, yeah it really it did. did it did yeah. and then and then we knew that if we were going to have a cult classic this was probably going to be it for sure you know 
And then like even even like uh, I mean even like 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 Brink. This still Airborne is like it's become our. I've cult never classic. seen Brink. I've never seen. And Brink's Brink. great too. Yeah. There's a lot of great it's skating in it and everything. Me. But yeah. like, but Airborne is the cult classic. That, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. It's our gleaming the cube. You know. Yeah. Like it's it, it just is, and they were really conscious of like the way they um, dressed everybody, mm-hmm. like the even even down to the 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 wardrobe department was like we're gonna make sure that this is a timeless film. We're gonna like keep the way we dress everybody like real timeless, and you can th- go back and watch it. it. Like it's almost like you're still there today, like because mm-hmm. they did a really great job with they the did. with the wardrobe and everything. There was no over the top loud '90s colors mm-hmm. spe- uh, that, sure. that yeah, was yeah. being influenced yeah. at that time. Mm-hmm. All right, like in in '90 early '90s was neon every. But if you look at Airborne, man, the 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 wardrobe people and the way everyone took this movie was like like unparalleled, probably, mm-hmm. you know. And and so you can look; it was like really mellow, muted colors everywhere. Yeah, I remember like, like black you know, hoodie, like a dark blue shirt. Or something <coughs> yeah, like and that. Then like whatever, it was just a red, simple red sweatshirt that like stood out, right? Yeah. You know, like from that Mitchell Goosen or yeah. Shane Shane was wearing. You know, like so that that was just like. It was awesome, you yeah. know, to be a part of that. For it was sure. Incredible. And then, like, yeah, there was times like you know when we first met up with everybody, teaching everyone how to skate and get going. You know, Shane was pretty decent at skating already. Like he could he could roll. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know he was able to do a lot of his own own stuff. Like just like at least like rolling up the camera. Or just, some like, of the fakey stuff. I saw some of the fakey stuff. You know, like if he was able to skate, sure. he could skate. Yeah. You know, um, uh, uh, Chris Conrad definitely could skate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked like a natural Chris Conrad. Yeah, well, yeah he's yeah. just an athlete, right? Yeah, like, he looks he's like just it. an athlete. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then uh, I don't know the uh, Jacob Vargas. He could roll. I mean, a lot of everyone could roll. The twins rolled pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. so we all went and you know we were able to teach everybody, and most everyone held held their own. Really, that's cool. You man. know, even even uh, you know, and Jack Black. Jack Black is like like a hidden athlete, dude. Like like I don't know. He's made an. Uh, is he? Well, I, I do really like take a look at Jack Black's career and just like just kind of take a look at Jack Black. Like, you gotta kind of respect the dude. Like, oh he, man, he's, he's like like he's weirdly, you know, like he's like he's utilized his like like the shape for pure comedy. But then like you watch some of the stuff that he does, dude, and he's just like a he's a freaking athlete. Yeah, like, he's just awesome. And then on top of that, you know, his music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tenacious D. It's just like his that brain, dude. Very, very multi-talented. Jack Black's brain's yeah. ridiculous, dude. It's like Meatloaf. It was fun influence. hanging out yeah, with yeah. him. Yeah. So kind of looks like Meatloaf. Right. Yeah. It was fun doing the movie with him. He would always be, like, he would always make everybody laugh, right? I mean, yeah. he's, he's Jack Black. And he was Jack Black back then, too. Yeah. You know? I think that was what's really great about Jack, too, is, like, like knowing him then and then seeing him now, like, it's the same Jack Black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he's just, like... He's maintained true, right? It's that's really cool though that like everyone was able to take to skating too, and yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. and like you know, kinda, it's like the one time where you kind of pull that world into our culture, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and they are kind of like new to ours when like in their, you know, yeah. right, right. So mm-hmm. that's a really cool experience. Yeah, that. it was awesome. It was awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, I think my uh, lucky stars, man, to be uh, be here today. Oh yeah. Well, all right. Um, I think that's uh, yeah. That's that's about two hours. So <laughs> yeah. Wow. We'll go get. Some, <laughs> we'll, we'll no wonder get, why I had to pee. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll go get some food and we'll be back at eight. Um, thanks again to everyone for watching. Yeah, it's four hours from now. Four hours. So no matter from where now, you are, it's just four hours from now if you're watching. It's life. four hours from now. Yeah. We'll be back. Right. We're gonna recharge. We're gonna eat. Let's do it. And we might have a, a coffee. 
my, or, my, a beer. or two. Something warm. Something <laughs> no, warm. I probably better not because then I will be yeah. taking a, a break in the middle of <laughs> <Okay>. another piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, All right, everybody. Thank you for watching. We'll see you soon on the next one. Awesome.